0: everybody welcome friends to tanked up the podcast all about video games and beer i'm one of your hosts ben it's episode 400 no 243 (laughs) got me numbers mixed up there it is however our end of year show and i'm joined as always
1: by lucy i'm santa (laughs) and i'm not bringing anybody presents this year unless they stay Uh, at home
0: mate you're not allowed to go between the tiers, so you know you (laughs) you can't exactly just
1: santa's effed then, isn't he
0: I know, I know. Tears don't yeah. just stop at the sky if you to be able to fly through, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> um, Apparently people joined- have
1: been going across tears just to go to the pub, so... Oh, really?
0: <laughs> Naughty. <laughs> a
1: lot of people have been fine just for going across tears just to go to the pub. Oh, shit.
2: <laughs> of course they are. Oh dear, oh
0: yeah. dear. Oh, and we're joined <laughs> by the lovely Adol. How you doing? Hey! Hello. How you doing, mate? You okay? Have you gone across Uh, the tiers to go to the pub?
2: I haven't yet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) At least Bristol is one tier, so you can kind of pop between and around the city and not have to worry about it too much. So that's fine.
1: I think we'll all be in tier four soon.
0: More than likely, yes. At some point in January. Um, It's that
1: long. I was was like, "Um, maybe tomorrow?
0: Christmas Day, bang on, six in the morning. That's when it starts. Um, Good. It's our end of year show. We're going to run down lots of our favourite games. Talk about the games that have stood out to us, uh, meant something to us, or just generally been a good play for this year. Running through maybe a different format than what we usually do. So if you're a regular viewer and you've listened to our end of year shows before, we normally run down our top ten games with a few sort of notable mentions. Uh, Tonight, we're not Quite going to do that. We're going to run through some categories, say some different games, maybe that might have appeared sort of on a on a, a, a regular kind of top ten, and then run down our top three games towards the end of the episode, episode. Bigger episode for you tonight on the stream. I think we'll break this up into a couple of episodes for you listening on the podcast or over on YouTube, so it's a little bit more manageable. Um, but as always, we're going to open up some beers first. Of course, it's the end of your show. Normally, we're able to get together and share some beers and taste the same kind of beers and maybe not drink quite as much as just nailing back you know four large beers each over a couple of hours but that's what we're going to do tonight because that's the hand we've been dealt. Lucy mm. What are you starting with this evening?
1: Oh beer already Not prepared.
0: You haven't got any? Done. Sorry. Beer yeah. yeah, Yeah I'm just going <laughs> to leave. Um... <laughs>
1: I am prepared. I am prepared because I have a little uh, theme going on this Mm. episode, which was, uh, of course, planned in advance. Um, I shall let the listeners see if they can put it together. (laughs) But the first beer that I'm drinking is a raspberry and tonka pastry sour from Mm. Amundsen. And it's called Parallel Worlds. Ooh. Very oh, I nice. love that can. Yeah.
2: That art is smashing.
1: Amundsen's art is always good. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is 6.5%. Uh, let me have a look. It's got... Uh, ooh. It's got... Barley, Wheat, Oats, Orange Peel, Raspberry, Lactose, mm. Hops, Vanilla, Tonka Beans, Cinnamon, yeast. Yeah, it's got a lot in there. Um, didn't expect the orange peel or the cinnamon, but... Mm, mm. Cool. It's quite an,
0: quite an apt, kind of, uh, seasonal beer, I suppose, as well, with the orange peel and the cinnamon in there as well.
1: Yeah, mm. I, I planned it. Nice. Planned it.
0: Good. Mm. Mm, perfect. A perfect <laughs> beer. And something nice and light to start with. Yes. As well. Uh, Adult, what are you opening first?
2: Uh, I'm opening the... Uh Uvavu, Black Sour Dipper, Raspberry for Vanilla, and Cacao from Pomona Island. Nice, classy, Ooh. orange, orangey, peachy label with very crisp blue t- text and a The More You Know style star. Nice. Um,
0: I assume it's a Shooting Stars reference.
2: I think so? Mm. Yeah. It's 8%, 440 mils. Uh, Welcome to Pomona Island. Should you drink this black sour dipper with raspberry vanilla cacao and milk sugar incorrectly, you'll hear this noise. Presumably that's what uvavu means.
0: Ooh, vavu.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So it's got lactose, barley, oats, wheat. Um, Doesn't say anything about the hops, Um, but yeah. That's what I'm doing.
0: Nice. Nice. Uh, for me then I am going to start with uh, the Dea Something Good 10 uh, which is a Simcoe versus Motueka IPA at 6.5% there's a little bit on the back Um, uh, for the 10th iteration of our Something Good series we dry hopped with 2 of our absolute favourite hops Simcoe and Motueka at a low temperature zero degrees bright juicy and clean enjoy I probably will um, I picked this as a little bit of a theme for my beers this evening I picked this because for me I think I've only had maybe three or four of the something good series um, but it's it's a series that I've kind of tried to keep up with a little bit more than anything else that I've sort of seen out there and these, these beers are just like banging. All yep. of them have been really, really good. So, either. as the first award for the evening, Daya win my award for best beer series of the year.
2: Ooh! Uh, you mean beers? <laughs> oh. oh,
0: it's just exploded all over me though. Oh no! I don't oh, win the award dude. for getting me wet yep. as well.
1: Revote, revoke the award. <laughs> yep.
0: You're gone, taken away. Send them out the building. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think as well. Uh, what the other ones 440. So, yeah, this, I think this is the biggest one this evening in terms uh-huh. of volume at 500 mils, but it's time oh, 500. Six six 500 6.2 percent. Lucy, nice we will mm. come back to you for the what was it? Yeah. Was it a sour? It was,
1: yes, it was. It was a pastry sour. Um, mm. just on the nose, definitely getting that little bit of cinnamon and that little bit of spice. Nice, I think I probably could have. Pick that out without even knowing that there was cinnamon in it, so. Okay. Mm. It's very distinct. Um, but yeah, you are getting a lot of those um, tart berry smells as well.
3: Mm.
1: So yeah, interesting smell. It works. For the yeah. aroma. It'll work in the taste.
3: Mmm. Mm. Mm.
1: That is... It's nice. I'm just yeah. trying to digest it. It's yeah, you definitely getting more berries in the flavor. I mean, it's it's completely red. It looks like, like a, a thick looks juice. Looks almost like a squash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, more vegans. So yeah, you're definitely getting a lot of that berry. Hmm.
2: Like manalo or white. <laughs>
1: <laughs> white always. the um, mm, mm, berry oh. manalo. You know pretty good as well. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm not getting too much of that. Not as much spice and cinnamon as I would have thought. Just from mm. smelling it, it is there in the background, which is nice. But yeah, it, it, it's a, it's a very nice sour, but it's not even that tart. Really, it's got it got a bit of sweetness mm. to it. So, okay. Um. It, it's very it's very easy, very smooth, very it's very quaffable, very. Refreshing, and it is uh, you know this is the first beer just taking it out of the fridge. It it suits being that cold as well. Nice, but yeah, not sure if I'm getting much of that seasonal you know cinnamon spice at the moment. Mm. I think the orange peel's a bit lost as well, but you know these are all like you know additives to the beer. It's like just on its own as a raspberry sour. This is a really good beer. yeah, it's got a, I think it's got a bit of creaminess from the oats but hmm it's got a bit of body to it hmm.
0: nice I think the oats do, think, do enhance do you, that I was gonna say do you think mm. that's the pastry element of it
1: yeah that that sweetness and that that bit of body and thickness I mean you could just mistake this from like. This is just like full on raspberry pulp in it or something, but mm. I think yeah, the oats and the lactose. The lactose doesn't make it too sweet and doesn't make it too like you know cloying that you know mouth coating. It's quite easy as well. So yeah, it's a really good beer. I mean, it's a nice. month and they make good beers. They do, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Bit more one dimensional nice. than I'd expect from all the things going into it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. even so, it's still they've still come out with a banging beer at the end of it. Nice. So.
3: Good. this will
1: last
0: I think it was a the last time I had a beer that red was like a kettle sour from mm-hmm. Wiper and True or something like that which would have been or four years ago now, I think. Whatever that summer was, where we all kind of went, oh, sours are all
3: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> that, it was <laughs> that one summer
2: where we got inundated with people finally, like, it was just like everyone was making them, so there was a v- huge amount of variety, so you're like, oh, cool. It's not just this default sour that was coming up before. Suddenly, it just, yeah, I think the type, like, just opened up. In, yeah. Because of how many people were making it and trying different things, and it became very clear so it's much the same way where it's like, I say there's a beer out for there for everyone, but there's almost like a beer of each type out for everyone. Yeah, mm. I think that's a little more contentious, because like some people just don't like to taste of lagers. And no matter what you do with a lager, it'll be a lager. Unless it, and if it's not, then it's not really the beer out there for you, it's just the alcoholic squash out there for you.
1: <laughs> yeah, th- this is nowhere near as tart as a like, kettle sour. Um, mm. But, uh, yeah, th- this would be a good... Gateway into this sours If nice. if you're not, it's not too tart or puckering. If, if you're not into sour that
3: yeah. much. cool. Good. Oh, I figured
2: yep. it out. You guys are Santas, and I'm Jesus. <laughs> yes. So I am also on theme for Christmas. <laughs> although I should be oh, a right. baby. Should shave my head and my beard.
3: <laughs>
1: no.
2: Put a zoom background. Of Jesus it, of, was born
1: uh, with a beard. Did you not yeah, know probably. that? That's true. And flowing locks. Yep. Yeah.
2: I could do like a, 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 a fake background of a crib though. Let's On do the, a manger, it. I suppose. Put, put a beer in yeah. one of it or something as well, yeah. just to have yeah. a place in, in. I've, I've decided I'm one of the wise men, but the one who brought myrrh.
3: <laughs> 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 what was it? it?
1: was one of them cinnamon or <laughs> something. Yeah, frankincense, gold, gold. and myrrh. That's yeah. The one. Yeah. yeah, Not the cinnamon that's in my beer. Well,
0: no, yeah. let's. Mm. Move on to Adol's uh, beer. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, just, just in the in the chat, Radari is saying, "I wish I was a connoisseur of crap beers or just beer in general." Uh, can but be, so. I think I'm just the basic beer bitch. But uh, Radari, just we chat, chat to us. We'll, 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 you know, we'll you'll never be basic those. to us. Uh, no, not at all. As Adol said, there's always a beer for some. You know, there's a beer out there for everybody. So we will. Uh... <laughs> Good, <laughs> Adol. Right. yeah. Sorry, your, uh, your yeah. beer.
2: Okay, look at look at my drink. It looks like a cherry cola. Ooh, does. A chicka cherry cola. Um Savage Garden anyone? Yeah, so it's a little bright, I guess. My lights aren't ideal, but you can see, you know, it's it's a dipa uh, it's a black sour dipa. Uh, mm-hmm. Um it's at eight six point two percent, eight percent, eight eight percent, yeah. Um mm. I just like the look of the head, it's sort of this like brownie red. Um makes you think black dipper and raspberry. Mm. Uh, but that vanilla and that cacao are very much the nose. So there's like a the nose is like a raspberry undertone, but you're getting like the sweetness and like an actual like not cheap vanilla, like not extract, but actually a vanilla nose. Okay. And underneath and then like in the middle of them is this like very subtle cacao that sort of brings them together. So it's a really nice, mm-hmm. delicate nose. And then and then of course there's like a bit more of a booziness in the background as well. Mm. Um of the sour. Nice. Ooh. Ooh.
3: ooh.
2: Ha. <laughs> this is the exact opposite of your raspberry drink because I'm like getting hit by all these different flavors at different yeah. points. I should have said, ooh, va, ooh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Apparently,
2: I don't know why that I just went to um, Dracula. <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. Um, Okay, let me try this again. (laughs) It definitely starts as a raspberry sour. I'd say it's closer to the sour than like a sour dip, I might say. I'm getting, uh, it's it's not like a soup punchy in your face tartness, but it's like, it's a raspberry tartness. It's there from start through to finish. The first thing you think is this is tart and it tastes like raspberries. The oohs and ahs that I was having um, are, are because I was, like, the vanilla came in for a bit, the cacao came in for a bit, and they sort of kind of, like, they were just sort of swapping places, and I was, or rather, I was noticing different things, and, like, now that I've let it sit for a bit and, and, and contemplated, the lactose is doing a lot of work to sort of, that, that like, underlying sweetness is helping... The sort of cacao come from the bitterness side. The vanilla not uh, sort of match it because there's this more sweet undertone. While mostly you, but you don't really notice it because mm-hmm. again, it, it's mostly that raspberry sour forward. Um, yeah, that cacao is there from the start. It just sort of sits at the same point. So when the rest of the taste fades, you notice it. Mm-hmm. Um. I wouldn't think the cacao would do a lot here, but it's doing a lot. Just um, in the same way, the, like, yeah, it's just giving a little more depth to the taste, right? This is this lovely sour flavor. Uh, you're like, ah, eh, the vanilla's there. It's, it's noticeable, a little more noticeable with the lactose. But the cacao is sort of just giving, like I said, it's just making the taste profile sort of much wider and, and helping you notice. For example, I have this coffee-like aftertaste, but on the back of my throat. But on the tip of my tongue, I still have that tartness because it's strong enough to have lasted since my last sip. So I'm like, it's fading sort of in two directions, and I'm getting this lovely, hm mm, that tartness. But then most of the rest of my mouth, as that tartness finally starts to recede, such so just a, at a couple points in my mouth, the rest is like, did you have some a coffee? Like, just a hint oh. of, did, did you have a coffee before this
3: kind of thing? Hmm.
2: This is really excellent. I think this is exactly so like I said. The flip of what Lucy was saying, which was she was expecting all these extra ingredients to do a thing. I was just sort of like, often they you know throw a vanilla into something. It's a it's a black sour dipper, raspberry vanilla cacao. You're going to be like, okay, it's probably going to have like the nose, and then maybe not a lot, a lot else. But actually, I can tell, and, and the fact that excuse me, they didn't bother saying anything about the lactose except on the ingredients, and that's also noticeable. It's and it's all really well blended together. This is, mm. it, this I wasn't expecting this to be as strong and like tasty and interesting, uh, a nuanced a beer. This is really really good. Nice. Uh, put this on your lists. Yeah, oh. good.
1: What's it called again?
2: U- Uvavu. Uvavu. Okay. Uvavu.
1: Uvavu.
2: Kianu.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah, because I, I I was buying like I was looking at uh Pomona Island beers and I was like. I should have one of those. I think I might mm. have one downstairs, but I don't believe it's the Uvavu.
2: Yeah, I, I almost missed this, because it was just, it's so non-descriptive tin. And then I was like, There's a lot of things. To your end, this could either be like a train wreck, <laughs> or uh, really good, or just okay. Yeah. Often yeah. when you have this many ingredients, they either like, work amazingly well, or not at all, or they... They're kind of like what Lucy was saying before, which is like it's basically just two of these, and the rest are yeah. kind of there for for the list.
3: Good, yeah.
1: come nice. out the gates, nice. bang! Good,
0: right? I'm itching for this now due to have Have you been wait? Have you been waiting? I've been patiently? I've been <laughs> patiently waiting. Won't happen Aww. with any of the other beers. Um, the, this it, it, as with lots of day beers, it's got a very light nose. There's uh, a little bit of fruit in there. And almost this slight kind of dankness to it as well. I mean, well it's just the blending of the of the fruit um, with something else that's going on. But there is this very slight dankness in the nose. It's, it's you know, a pretty standard kind of colour. A little orangey. Uh, not too hazy. A little, little bit. You can probably just, mm, just make out my finger in the bottom of the glass there coming through. But... very easy jeez Jeezy. mmm mm. so it's got a very slight hint of carbonation to it not so much in sort of what you're uh, um, sort of taking back but there's this sort of like light fizzy sort of tingle to it which is nice makes me think of something a little bit more lighter as well um But getting a nice sort of start um, with a fruity sort of flavor that almost makes me think um, that this has oats in because it leads into a slightly more creamy um, Mm -hmm. sort of element to it mm, that's another one let's see hmm and there is that like dankness to it but it's maybe a little bit more piney than dank and maybe on the nose that's kind of what i'm getting from that dankness that that fruit that's that's merging with this pine because in with this beer it's not sort of a very pronounced flow it's not here is the fruit here is that sort of creamy kind of middle here is the pine that is the way it works but they flow and kind of just merge into each other so well that you don't really notice that transition between the different sort of flavors and the different things that are going on it's almost like, here's the fruit, oh yeah, it is a little bit creamy, oh yes, there is a piney note to that, it's almost as if it's all there right at the start, but it kind of just uncovers as it settles in your mouth a little bit more and you have a little bit more of that taste, but I think it is working through those things, It it just doesn't hide it, it just blends those things very, very well. It'd be interesting. I think I guess the Simcoes give me a little bit of the fruit. The Mottawackers maybe doing a little bit more of the, the, the sort of the finish on this, giving me a slight bitter, sort of piney finish towards the end. Maybe giving me that kind of notion of it being a little bit danker, but it's actually really, really light. Like hmm. without that kind of that piney bitter end to it, I probably think this was something a little bit more like a pale. You know you something a little mm. bit lighter, and it has a slight, you know, as I say, it's got that slight creaminess in there as well, which might make me think of something that's uh, that's a lighter bit. Like it's, it's just, it's very, very easy. Um, can I remember any of the other something good beers to kind of compare it to? Yeah. Me? No. No, I can't. Uh, it happens. What was the one I put on my board? Something good five. That one went on me okay. board. So. Um. I, I mean, my brain's so fucking addled. I'm never going to remember
3: that
0: it's, <laughs> you know, how that is even compare. You know, compares to it. So, but it's good. It's nice. Um, I'm going to drink it. We're going to move on and start to talk about our games from this year. Uh, Lucy, I thought mm. we'd start with you, as you kind of you know originated this idea of categories. And Adle and I went, oh, let's do this, this as well. This is, this is a cool idea. Let's let's you know let's all do this. Um, so why don't we uh, wouldn't we kick off with you, Lucy?
1: Okay. Yeah, it's because I couldn't commit to a top ten. <laughs> so that's no, fine for me. Yeah. Um, there are there's so many good games. games so many. Th- good there games. are. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Not that there's. Hmm, I think it's a bit of both. There's, some part of me is like, oh, only a few games had a real impact on me this year, and Mm. the rest were just, yeah, all in that fourth spot, like a lot of them were, so, didn't exactly want to, um, pick it, have that, you know, gradation uh, that Mm -hmm. we usually have. Uh, my first topic, I'll start off with a quick one, um, it is my favourite funny, but also heartwarming game. Mm Mm-hmm and the two games in this category are White Ocean Big Jacket um, oh, yeah. and Paper Mario the Origami King oh nice
2: is, i forgot about that game
1: yeah i, I it was my first paper mario game and yeah it's it's just a very pleasant funny game but it also has like these really touching moments as well like there's a whole arc with a bomb called Bobby and it's like heart wrenching to think of it's, it's like y- this is a kids' game. You can't do that, Nintendo. Mm. But um, yeah, so those are my two games for that category. It's nice, that sweet.
0: Yeah, yeah. Nice. I, I I think I'd if I had picked you know if I had this as a category, I think mm-hmm. I might pick something like Carto. Perhaps uh, <laughs> you know a little bit of humor to it. It was heartwarming in the in the relationship between the sort of the two girls. Nice. Nice puzzle game. I think that might sit in that space for me quite nicely.
1: Yeah, that's in another category of mine. That's <laughs> fair. Fair. Yeah.
0: We could talk about that one a little bit later, then, probably. Indeed.
3: Well.
0: Um, good. Nice. Um, Adol, why don't we jump to you? Why don't you pick a category ah. and we'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll alternate between rather than each running down kind of what we've got?
2: Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Uh, I'm trying to figure out. Uh, right. Um, I think we'll go uh, on the other side. Um, the Catharsis Catalyst, um, mm. which for me was—it was, um, <laughs> uh, was actually—I uh, I think it's when the past was around, but yes. also Nordlicht. Uh, so they're both actually uh, you know point and click puzzle games, adventure oh. puzzle games. Uh, but when the pass was, was around, was just so well done. It almost made my top three when I thought about just how good it was and how yeah. I it just I wanted to finish it. And
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, and it all worked really well, and the art was gr- great, and the puzzles were the right level of difficulty. Like, there was a couple times where I just didn't think something all the way through, and that, that was the big hard part, just kind of what you want with these. And like I said, the story was heart-wrenching and doled in the right pacing. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: That
2: man lost um, his feathers.
1: Sorry? That, that owl man lost his feathers.
2: Yeah, that owl man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like the fact that <laughs> it was this random owl man as the partner, and that's never really explained, because in this world, <laughs> I guess, human uh, women can uh, be with owl men who exist, but that's <laughs> fine, and it doesn't matter, right? Like, again, it's it's like the just the casualness of the very g- good aesthetic and world-building of not having to worry about that, because it doesn't yeah. matter. Because you can have representation of owl man. it does all that matters was he was clearly the partner who we lost somehow yes. when we were trying to figure out part of the game is dealing like, it was so well done because like you deal with you know you've lost them, but you don't at first you're like, is this a breakup? what's going on? And you go th- by going through by the you the player going through um, to find out what happened, you do it by going through the history, i.e processing your grief as the character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And both then they're on the exact same path and it's like just so well balanced in that narrative that like you are getting the same information as the character but it means something totally different but you get that and it works so well yeah um and nordlicht was was fun i uh, I mean I think the catharsis was more telegraphed but it was a cute story but again mm-hmm. it was really well done but yeah so so when I say catharsis catalyst I mean something that made you process emotions and maybe <laughs> positive way, not positive emotions but process of a positive way yes.
0: yeah, nice have you got something that would fall into this one Lucy? Um,
1: that you don't
0: want to talk about later maybe
1: yeah I have a yeah. similar uh, category so.
0: yes, um, yes you do
1: I think yes. it would abridge on um, what? a deals category has a much better name let me just say <laughs> very nice uh, <laughs>
0: Well maybe we can hit on yours in a, in a second because mm-hmm. I've also the one that I would fit into this category is also on one of my games that I want to talk about uh, but I'd put it as best shorter experience mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which uh, was A New Life, a new life. Uh, which was the mobile game about uh, a relationship yep. between two women and one of them um, as you kind of play through this narrative one of them dies And you then get to jump back to the start of your relationship, make different choices through that. And again, at some point, you think you've hit past that moment when she dies, but actually something else happens, and then she dies. And you're constantly having to reassess, or not even reassess, but kind of think about the choices that you're making and how this impacts on their relationship. And it it just has that nice kind of message at the end where it's like you've, you've, you've kind of done what you can but the outcome kind of is is not always the same, but the outcome is very similar. Kind of, you know, do you get a snapshot of living together for sort of like six months and then something happens? Is this a, is this an experience where they get to live out their lives together, um, and then obviously, you know, die in old age, sort of thing? But it tries to work you through and give you that message that it's you know it's okay. Like death is okay. It is part of our. It is part of our lives. It is part of our experiences, and it's much better to. Have that person in your life and go through these processes than it is to not experience that at all. You know, as a very, very quick game over in this game, if you decide not to have that initial conversation with the other character, um, oh, and a very, very yeah. um, not, not dark kind of ending scene, but something that kind of makes you think, well, maybe their life didn't quite go how they wanted to, and it was impacted enough. By this other person that, um, mm-hmm. that they made what they had with them positive, so I think that fits for me as, as uh, you know in that in that category as well. At all, but hmm. maybe my favorite, you know, my favorite smaller experience of this year. It was wow. maybe only nice. like thirty minutes, something yeah, like that. I need that. to get round right to that. Yeah, mm. but yeah, beautifully drawn, very <laughs> well written. Uh, yeah, really fantastic little game.
2: Cool. Nice. Yeah.
1: Uh, I, I would pu- I would put
2: Nordlicht as my favorite short experience because okay. it was quite yeah. short. Yeah. Except Most for except for those times where I, that's those stupid boating bits that I had to redo because mm. I'm a bad gamer. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> I think so. so
2: for, I think because like it dealt with an emotional thing, but like like we said, it was definitely it seemed more geared towards kids because it telegraphed the mm. narrative. Like there was no twist, although it, it it felt like they were trying to write like it might be. a Unknown about what's happening we like I'm pretty sure I know what what's going on with this mom right mm-hmm. um so in that sense, like it wasn't like a the emotional payoff at the end didn't really work, but it was mm. still satisfying it was still a fun game like it' still this narrative was still enjoyable, I just think it didn't it didn't give that catharsis because of that sort of difference,
3: yeah, yeah yeah that's I'll, I'll and, throw
1: my hat into that ring, yeah um and by short I will just say that the games that I played on itch that I really yeah. liked um, which is uh, a game called Infested which is in the style of like Shadowgate um, mm. very throwback point and click uh, adventure game in that sense and um, Family which was the kind of Obra Dinn mm. logic grid puzzle oh,
2: game oh I forgot you... all about Family <laughs> yeah I really like that game. I just forgot about it. Like, yeah, and not in that It's forgettable. I just my brain farted. Yes, yeah, I'm glad right you right. mentioned it. I, I put my I throw my hat in that I don't have. <laughs> I throw my Jesus hair into the ring um, about around that as well.
1: That would be frightening. <laughs> See a wig. <laughs> just, <laughs> like, ah.
0: just scalp myself. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's far too early in the evening for that. <laughs> um, tune in later no we definitely aren't um, so yeah not, good. good that'd be um, against
1: Twitch rules I'm sure self-scalping yeah. <laughs>
3: probably
2: <laughs> no as long as I don't say I'm as simple I do it
0: <laughs> we're banned that's it I think we've been taken off the air instantly um, Lucy yes. Lucy we'll come back to you um, mm. did you want to talk about the game which maybe had fallen into uh, um mm. category yeah. the, the yeah. similar one that you had
1: My my category is uh, my favourite tearjerkers, which Mm. um, I mean all all of my top three made me cry. But outside of that, uh, I have for that category, Rakuen, which was um, that game. It didn't come out this year, but I played it this year. Mm. I was like, oh god, um, this is dark at the end, and I was just like, oh, let me just jump on a game of. a chat box with Adil and his friends to <laughs> get the other catharsis, which is like <laughs> instead of crying for the whole night. Um, if found, which is mm. uh, the the a uh, narrative game that's set in like a very notebook um, paper drawing style, which yeah. um, mm. uh, which is a very important game. It's you know about. Um, you know this 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 young woman coming back to her, her home of, of Ireland. Um, there's a lot of you know Irish sensibilities around it, and you, you got like this kind of this neat little dictionary of what all these you know Irish sayings and um, meanings and holidays and you know locations are, which is which is pretty cool. It gives it, it, it's not it's not an area which is ever seen in games, like you know. Um, very little Irish representation yeah. unless it's in like some I don't know mob game and there's an Irish gang there or something like that set in like 1930s America but um, yeah it's a, it's a really special game and a game we'll probably talk about later which is Spiritfarer so ah mm-hmm. um, uh, yes Spiritfarer mm, didn't actually make me cry but it's one of those that it you, gave you get you feels. warm and fuzzies yeah it gives you feels you can hug animals in that game, <laughs>
2: so I, I pet a cat I, I, in I... Cyberpunk. That's the okay. thing I did. What yep. animals can you hug in Cyberpunk? I, I, I could only pet a cat, but oh. it, it yells and then purrs, and then the game
0: crashes.
1: I mean, everything else <laughs> about that game would make me cry. So, <laughs> <laughs> That's I like guess the one happened. action
0: that will instantly make the game crash, like oh, a cat, oh. oh.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and they're like, yeah. this
2: game's not about pussies; it's about dogs!
0: <laughs> <laughs> or the the dildo rain. Um, yeah, sorry. So yeah, for for this one, for for tearjerker, for for that category, Lucy, I'd also put Spiritfarer. Um, I think I,
2: I have add that to my list
0: because I'd seen your list before I made mine. I thought mm, uh-huh. this is this is definitely that would be my instant pick for uh, for tearjerker, and I mean it's it's a game that I really really liked. Um, yeah. It's 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 got some it balances that sort of that writing versus the the whole like living on the ship and the building mechanics and the resource management in trying to make everyone on the boat um, happy and be able to pass through to the other side. And it, deals yeah. um, life, um, you know, it deals with death in such a good way, similar to a new life. You know, deals with death in 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 a way that games don't really ever think about you know the amount mm. of
2: games where you're like well that person's dead. let's just move on
0: because um, I shot
1: just, him
3: yeah I was going to say yeah. because <laughs> I shot him and 17
2: other people who kind of look identical but what does that say about things but even like um, not to come back too much to Cyberpunk but when you were
0: playing through earlier I don't know, not to spoil anything a character dies and yeah. it it's it's mentioned afterwards, but then you move on pretty quickly, and we haven't seen the repercussions of that, or if it if it, it, you know uh, comes there's into a couple, the story a little bit later. Like,
2: yeah, there's a couple of deaths um, in the first act that feel weaker than they should.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and that's but, again why, why I like Spirit Fair, because it, death is the central pulling force of that game. You know, you're, you're, yeah. everything that you're doing is to take another character over to the other side, and there's plenty of times in that game where I'm just sort of sat here, not bawling, but just streaming, um, <laughs> just passively making my face, you know, washed in some way as I take a character through. Or there's some just absolutely, um, you know. Just real kind of like soul-tearing piece of dialogue mm-hmm. between the characters. So, yes, that is my tearjerker for the year, definitely. Nice, cool. So, um, tearjerker was Lucy. So,
2: Adel, we'll come back to you. Uh, so, this one, so I, I didn't, I didn't explain to you guys. Just sent you guys the list, um, but mm. I didn't say what they, they meant. But uh, this was game that's still around, um, which. I meant, like, games as a service or, like, something that's been... That is continuously updating. Not, like, you can still play Max Payne 1 because it's still on Steam. um, But feel free to do that if you want. Max Payne 1's a great game. Yeah, you should uh, But so this is, I mean, to no surprising no one, I had to put this somewhere. I didn't want it in my top three. But Magic the Gathering Arena, which officially (laughs) came out of beta this year. uh, I played a bunch. This past month I kind of took a break uh ironically after the first time i streamed it um uh but i played a lot i uh, you know i made it to mythic uh which is the top tier in the constructed ranking for one of every month that they they do a season and one season i made it to the top and that was really gratifying and i'd never really played competitive taken like the the competitive side seriously and like taken like unknown deck list and tweaked it based on the meta game and like i experienced magic the degree of magic play in a different way. And of course, there was Jumpstart, which I thought was really great. And there was uh, some interesting sets that we sort of talked about throughout the year. But I just thought I, I had to mention it because it's a game that for like large chunks of the pandemic, I, like lockdown, I played once a day, a couple rounds at least, thanks in part to their free currency for doing daily quests. But also, I was enjoying it. And, you know, this is 2020s the year I finally started to... Um, play games for pleasure slash not out of obligation slash uh, I'm bored fuck YouTube mm-hmm. I'm gonna play a game and yeah, I think yeah. magic definitely was a large part of that um, so yeah that's my um...
1: hurrah for magic
2: yeah so oh. so, but I thought rather than being like hey that game that I still play I thought the the category of like <laughs> software as a service or something that you know has yeah. added content or something this year.
0: Best
1: ongoing game. Yeah. Which would like, the game awards or something.
0: Uh, 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 Lucy, have you got something that might sit here? Uh, as someone um, that doesn't really play kind of that any, sort yeah. of stuff.
1: Uh, uh, let's go Tetris 99. Well, <laughs> I yeah. play that now well, and fair. then. <laughs> fair. Fair. Yeah. Um, I haven't what's even the played Black Ops this year.
0: What's the other one? Tetris Effect.
1: No, that's um, well. That that's only came Xbox out on way. Xbox this this, this, this yes. year. So,
0: but also not really an ongoing game, I suppose, is it? in that in the same nah. sort of sense. Now, nah. uh, mine that would fit in there is definitely one of the games in my categories. So it seems like an obvious place for me to go to next. Uh, which my category, because I didn't have as good as thought out titles as ado had, uh, is best Jelly Bean game. Oh, Which oh, yes. Full guys. I saw this one. Yes. Sorry? Full guys. Oh, they're jelly beans. The jelly beans. Mm. The little four oh. guys, they're like jelly beans. <laughs> Only because that's what Evelyn, when she saw Possibly. them, said, Is that a jelly bean? And you're like, like, it is now. It is now, yeah, absolutely. Oh. Sure. Although, Can have you seen. Them? Can we dress the jelly bean as a unicorn? <laughs> and for months, I'm like, No, no, we can't do that. And then suddenly. Yes, yes, we okay. can dress the jelly bean as a unicorn <laughs> with a tutu. Um, so it's, it's it, yeah, it's definitely. I thought they were tic
1: tacs. Yeah, tic tacs
0: work as well. Abhorrent man filled <laughs> I mean,
2: beasts would also work. Did you see the um, the art they released of what their insides look like? Yes. Yeah, that's not a
0: jelly bean. <laughs> no, it definitely isn't a jelly bean. And also um, the uh, community manager uh, did like a little interview where they asked him questions um, about the about the, the characters and kind of what they actually are and things like that. And a lot of his answers were just so dark. He was like, no <laughs> these, these aren't characters. they don't go back to a town. they don't have lives. they are just there to run the show and oh, yeah. they they still exist when you're not playing but they just exist in perpetual darkness until you want to like exi- <laughs> and it was brilliant absolutely fair brilliant
3: enough. fair enough <laughs> yeah
0: so uh, yeah for me uh, best jelly bean game is full guys which i don't imagine either of you have a a, a game <laughs> no. to fit into my category of best jelly bean game i had but thought about really this not. but i couldn't think of anything clever <laughs>
1: no <laughs> This
0: is the <laughs> um, I, I, I suppose I just finished on Fall Guys by saying yes I am still playing it oh, good. Uh, they just come out with season 3 which is Christmas themed so instantly and again it's a great game for me to play with Evelyn she she right. loves plugging her Playstation 3 wired control pad in underneath the console uh, not into anything Yeah, because that's what I told her that she should do when she wanted to play with mine when she was like 18 months or two and that's just what she does. Uh, really apart from, I mean, she still wants the control pad to actually play. Cause she understands yeah. that she's still just mimicking now. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so now we're just a Santa. Oh, so there
2: you go. I still haven't played that. You, I mean, what it's, I love about fun. these conversations really is, uh, they remind me to play. <laughs> so I, at the, every year I have an open notepad and I type the list of games you guys bring up. I'm like, right. I should play that. Uh, Spoiler alert! Still haven't played Obra Dinn from last year's list. Boy, do I feel like an idiot. Man, play I that over. Played, play that over all these.
1: Um, That plague, rat plague game. Ah, uh, yeah, rat plague game. I, yeah, play Silent I Innocence. Play, yes, um, yeah, but I also. <laughs> yeah,
2: I also wrote Jelly Bean instead of Fall Guys on my list. <laughs> Not gonna remember that. <laughs> ah, ah, perfect. <laughs> Um,
0: good, right, we'll do uh, we'll do one more round of categories and then I think we'll open up some more beers. Lucy, we'll come back to you.
1: Mm. Okay. What would you like I'll to
0: talk about next?
1: I'll go for my favourite puzzle game. Mm, uh, okay. Which, a lot of entries to play, a lot of puzzle games. Yes. Um, Carto is in there, mm. as we spoke about before. Uh, I feel a bit weird putting... Call of the Sea on it. Haven't finished it, and I think mm-hmm. that game has some real issues in terms of accessibility with not having any settings for motion. Settings. Oh right,
0: right, right. Yeah. Or any settings. I have started. All, I have but, started playing, mm. and I completely understand what you're saying.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, the head bob is all over the place. It's like you're on a boat. Um, yeah. But I, 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 I still Lucy? enjoyed what I've played. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> That's
2: all, all over thing the place. for our video viewers. Yeah. it's
1: like being on a. Washing machine. Um,
2: yeah, it, it really is. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, I, 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 I still enjoyed the puzzles in that game. Um, Mini Motorways, which was the follow-up mm. to Mini Metro, which is mm. very good also. Um, the Pedestrian, which oh, I forgot it came out this year. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's been a long year. Um, yep. Sinker and Sinker 2, which I spoke oh, about yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, just good good ass puzzle games. Um, Winding Worlds, which was uh, on iOS, uh, that's from the guys who made uh, Nog, G N O G. I think they're called Co op Mode. Um, Creeks, which was that new Amanita design game, uh, which was very good. Probably my second favourite puzzle game of the year. And my favourite, which, if I had a fourth spot, this would absolutely be there. It's okay. a Monsters Expedition, which oh, came out on Apple Arcade. Nice. Which is uh, yes. it's just a good ass puzzle game. Like like some of the revelations in that game, how you fall upon new mechanics, it absolutely reminds me of like the the revelations that you have in like The Witness, of like, oh that exists. Oh, this opens up like a whole new new way of solving puzzles. A whole new. Um, Dimension to the world, and it's and yeah, this does it on a 2D scale, but yeah, it's it's absolutely up there with like some of my favourite puzzle games in that sense. And Mm. um, the art's great, the writing's funny. um, It's very, it's 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 like uh, Stephen Sausage Roll without like the the pain. (laughs) (laughs) It's like it's it's very much a. Oh, the, you look at those puzzles, and it doesn't look like it's going to be um, as hard as you know as hard as some of those puzzles get. But y- you always feel like you can tackle them because you can go over to different puzzles. You're not you're not constrained to that um, one puzzle, and you have this this like. Semi-open world where you you can go in different directions and tackle puzzles in sort of like Babru's view. You don't always have to go to the next puzzle. You can go around that kind of like um, overworld map. Um, yeah, it's it's a fantastic game. Uh, nice. Yeah. Go play that, everybody. Yeah. Mm.
0: Good. Good. Uh, I think for me, there's a couple of games which kind of stand out that would fit in this. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, which are filament and um, the Solitaire Conspiracy? Uh, mm-hmm. Solitaire game, not necessarily a puzzle game, but it does feel, you know,
2: it, it's it is ultimately a puzzle game, really. Mm-hmm. I um, mean, there are puzzle. There's exact like the new stuff is actually like set solutions, like set deck stuff, which is then just puzzle solving. Right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I
0: think out of the two of them, maybe the Solitaire Conspiracy would just Pick it for me because I stuck at it a little bit longer. Mm. Uh, I mean, I played the campaign through, went back to it and stuff. But Filament was a fun game as well. But this year for me, I haven't played many puzzle games.
2: Um, mm. I don't know why.
3: Yeah, my I bread don't... and butter.
2: Yeah, I, I didn't play that many. But for me, best puzzle game would be the cat one.
1: Yes. Oh, cats organized
2: neatly. Cats yes. organized neatly. yeah. It's not a con. It just is con. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that um, that
1: sort of bridged the gap between my other uh, mm. topic and this one. But yes, absolutely a deal. Thank you Uh, for bringing it
2: up. uh, But also, I'm glad you mentioned Solitaire Conspiracy because it's my next game for my next topic. (laughs) Conveniently. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We uh, we 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 planned all of this. And then we can talk about it. Sorry, say that again?
0: Should we open some beers and then? Talk yeah,
2: about it? yeah, let's, let's let's skip the beers and. Oh no, hang we'll on! Did long. we? Yeah, we
0: we did we did cover your other topic. We? we did go Lucy, you, me. I haven't yeah, skipped us yet. Sure.
3: No, no,
2: that's why I was saying it's convenient because yes. your answer to Lucy's was a good segue to mine. Right, we
1: planned it. We've all yeah. of it. this, this is inside
2: baseball. This is all scripted, including this bit to make it seem genuine. Even though this bit is clearly contradicting the genuineness, if it were a bit, which it is, <laughs> because this is all scripted. Obviously, perfect. Lucy,
1: what <laughs> beer are you
0: going to open next?
1: Um, this is kind of similar to Adil's beer. Okay. Um, Ooh,
2: is
0: it
1: called
2: UvaVu? Called... <laughs> <laughs> is it called Muvavu? Huh? No, is it's it called. called umami.
3: No,
1: I don't think it will have any umami in it either. Um, this is called Grandpapa Jangles. Um, wow, that's a name from, and a half, I love it. <laughs> yes. Uh, and it's from uh, Totally Brewed Beer Company, which who I've never had a beer from before.
0: No,
2: um, I haven't either. Yeah, I don't. Where are they from?
1: Let's have a look. Nottingham. Totally Just independent since 2014.
0: Not too far from you.
1: No, not Midlands. Yeah. It's got like some. Nice. I like I like that's, that's, guy. That's a
0: nice. Yeah, the, the, the voodoo guy. It kind of almost feels a little bit Mighty Boosh.
2: Mmm. Yeah, a little mm. bit.
0: Mmm.
1: Um, it's a cherry chocolate Tonka steak. Oh. Seven
3: mm, like percent.
2: What, what was the last one? I, 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 mm. Raspberry cherry. Oh, it's berries. Berry beers. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: it's berry beers. Um, so is this?
2: What, now we'll find out if this is the Manalo beer or if the other one was sequel <laughs> to the Manilow beer. Because this is the, turns out this is the real white beer.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, it's four hundred forty uh can. Contains barley wheat, oats, cherries, tonka beans, chocolate flavouring, yeast, hops, and water. Uh, it says an export strength stout with rich flavours of cherries and chocolate, complemented with tonka beans. Nice. Oh, let's see what this is like.
2: Yeah. Uh, Adol, what are you drinking next? I be drinking uh, the Electric Bear um, collab with Makoko Coffee. Um, which is called, uh, Makoko Chocolata. It's a chocolate, caramel, and coffee stout. It is 5.2%, so it's weaker than the last one, but I thought mm-hmm. it, it's, as a chocolate stout, it would probably have a deeper taste profile. Yeah. So, I started with the more expensive one. Expensive. Uh, ABV, higher ABV one. Got a lovely, yep. um, sort of line art type um... Mm. Aesthetic. I really like it, and I think as a chocolate caramel coffee stout, the sort of browns and light light browns and um, even the light blue just sort of all is is pretty evocative of that. It almost makes me
0: think of a a ceiling in a nightclub which wants to be really industrial and has lots of strip lighting just randomly placed everywhere. Yeah,
2: totally. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So it's uh, uh, malted barley, oats, wheat, hops, yeast, light, Muscovado, maltodextrin, Brazilian vargem grande coffee, cacao nibs, and vanilla pods. Um, so, I don't know what light muscovado
1: is. Should I know what that is? that's, that's like um. Oh God, it's sugar. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Muscovado is sugar. Yeah.
2: So so this says uh, maltodextrin is also sugar. So it's got two sugar substitutes or whatever.
1: Yeah, because you do find that a lot in, like, um...
3: I've been, doing, doing, a, I've been tidal, doing a lot of, of baking of this year. Yeah. <laughs>
0: hmm? I've been doing a lot of baking. Ah. Uh, so Muscovallo came very easy to know what it <laughs> was, because it's gone in several <laughs> things this year. Interesting. That
2: we've, uh, that we've, we've made. Good. Uh, oh, yeah, so f- 5.2440, I think I said. Yep. Perfect. My cans have started to condensate slightly because you're not drinking quick enough.
0: Um,
2: quick, pen them all back. Tell us which is I'm best. Okay.
0: Do it the now. The next beer I'm going for <laughs> is left handed Giant and Verdant collaboration. Even Alan needs cheeseburgers, which I assume is a bit of a play on... Um, the Verdant Allen Beer and the Left handed Giant Cheeseburger yeah. Cavalry Beer. It's a double IPA at 8.2%. Ooh. It has got Citra, Cryo, Galaxy, Mosaic, and Vic Secret in it. It is, I think it's 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 a Left handed Giant brewed beer. Right um, from the artwork, from the can information, rather than a Verdant brewed beer. Um, yeah. There's no more flavor text than that. That's what I'm... Oh, cranky. It's got a lovely... uh, Lovely artwork. That's probably my phone making that horrible, horrible... I
2: was wondering
3: whose it was.
0: Thing in the background. I mean, I didn't put my
2: phone on airplane mode, so it's like, ah, shit, isn't mine, as I'm trying to take a picture quickly putting it in airplane mode. Yeah, I just put mine in airplane mode very, very quickly.
0: Uh, So that's my bit. Lucy, we'll come back to you. Uh, Oh, Radari, we've got photo shoots going on all the time, mate. Snap! Snap those beers, them, yes. mate.
3: Um,
1: you know when you just want to get something over and done with because you're expecting the worst, like just ripping off a plaster. Mm. Um, I've smelt this. Good start. Yeah, it's it smells like uh, cherry cola. Um, oh, cherry cola. I, I I don't like coke and I don't like cherry. Mm. Coke especially.
0: <laughs> Neither do I. Yeah. Um I
1: I like it because so I, I like Dr. I bought Pepper
2: and it's somewhat evocative of Dr. Yeah, Pepper, but not in a good l- way. Like it's like a It's not I was gonna poor man's Dr. Pepper, but that's not true because you have Dr. Pepper knockoffs. It's <laughs> yeah, like the yeah. like seventh Xerox, seventh generation Xeroxed copy of a Dr. Pepper. That's what Cherry Cola is. Mm-hmm. So yeah they haven't I mean, really
0: used almonds they've just kind of you know chucked something random in they've put a, cut a piece of marzipan off and thrown that in Yeah yeah which
1: which honestly isn't a bad smell it's just that I know I dislike the taste of that mm. So it's, a, it's it's a nice smelling beer mm. getting that cherry it's like I like the smell of like duck to Pepper I just don't like the taste though or like cherry yep. cola or something So yeah, I, I, I'm just going to smell this beer, I'm not going to drink it. <laughs> so, let, let's
0: see. Come on, loose. Get it down.
3: Hmm.
1: Honestly? Mm, that's a lot of cherry.
3: Ooh.
1: Honestly, not as bad as I thought. Good. It's very smooth, very easy. Like there's not a lot of carbonation. Guess it's been sitting out a bit, but I'd want to start to like warm up a bit. But the, yeah, there's not a lot of carbonation at all. It's very, it, it's got a very smooth Guinnessy um, hmm. kind of uh, texture to it.
2: Like a creaminess, like a light creaminess.
1: Very light. Nowhere near as like creamy as Guinness. It's. it's It it feels more like a porter,
3: Mm.
1: but um, it's it's hmm, because I don't dislike this beer. You know, I was expecting the worst. It's it's not that bad. It's just um, I think I probably wanted a bit more from that chocolate, a bit more from that tonka, um, because it, it is it's leaning very much into that cherry side. Mm-hmm. It's almost as fruity as the last beer that I had, which was a pastry sour. Um, but yeah, you're only getting like a little bit of coffee, a little bit of bitterness at the end. You're not you're getting more sweetness from the cherries rather than any chocolate. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's really easy. It's like this. This is this is probably a beer where I'd be like, you know what? Let me experiment. Let me order this, knock it back, and you know, enjoy it somewhat. Not 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 a. Nothing I'd, like, you know, just be like, nah, never again. But I probably wouldn't go back and order this again. I'd be like, that was alright, decent experience, but it's not something that I'd always go back to. Um, But yeah, like, I I think its biggest strength is the fact that it doesn't show its strength. It is 7%, but it is very easy, very smooth, Mm -hmm. um, very easy drinking. So it's like, I'll probably knock this back in no time, and... Enjoy it for that time, but it's probably not one I'd I'd go for again. But that's because that's fair you know, not 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 a fan of cherry, not a fan of mm. um, that kind of Dr Pepper like the cola kind of taste. But yeah, it's it's not bad. It's alright. Yeah,
3: nice, nice, mm-hmm. good.
0: Uh, Adam, we'll come back to you for the Electric Bear.
2: Yeah, so just as dark, um, but thicker, I would say. Um, mm. Can, again, my lighting's not great for this up-close stuff, but the, a little more... Uh, so I think it clings to the glass a little, a little about the same, but it's the head is uh, a little thicker and retaining that even as I swash, swish it around. Much more classic sort of black and tan coloring like you'd expect from a stout. Obviously, it doesn't have that reddy-pinky hue um, that the last one did. Mm. Um, here, boy, do you get the chocolate and a... Light coffee note immediately. Um, just, you know. Yep, that's a little burnt coffee um, with with the cacao. I'm, I'm su- suspecting. Um, that's it. You get you get those sort of strong notes, uh, and that's uh, not. Oh, sorry, those notes, and that's it. Not too strongly. So even though it's lighter. Oh, you can tell. Actually, it finishes wet. Still, um... It's reasonably... (laughs) Uh, It's, uh... Reasonably... Viscous in that it coats the mouth, but because it's lighter in alcohol, it's not that thick, so Mm -hmm. it dissipates off that... So it, like, touches every part of my mouth, coats it, but then evaporates a little. But with that, you're getting the, um the the maltiness the fact that it's a stout versus the last one was a dip is very clear, a lot of roasted notes coming through. Um, I'm surprised. I think it's probably the cacao is doing more than the coffee, which given okay. that they, um, this is a collaboration with Macoco Coffee. I'm kind of surprised. Mm. Um, but maybe. But when I look at the ingredients, right, it's hops yeast two sweeteners, Brazilian coffee and cacao nibs. M- maybe the Brazilian coffee is just quite grounded. Uh, pun mildly intended. Um, just because uh, I'm not getting a lot of... I'm not getting a variety of coffee notes. Like, if I had a really nice coffee, you know, it would have its own notes. You know, maybe slightly yeah. fruity, etc. This is like... There's a coffee underline but it's so cacao... Maybe it's just the cacao is helping... is binding it, so that it's making it Consistent, and I'm not noticing that the coffee might be doing some of the other flavors. Mm. It's very good. If you didn't like coffee stouts, you would still like this.
3: Okay. Okay. And I think yeah. that's
2: what I mean by the fact that the cacao is doing more work because it's like the c- cacao is, you know, in the middle of chocolate, and, and coffee is sort of just like a little. You know, if it's just chocolate, you know, it might not be as bitter. But I think it's that chocolate and and the caramel again. I think the caramel is 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 literally just those sweeteners, and the fact that it has these coffee, cacao notes, <laughs> um, so it, it's gonna taste a little more like burnt sugar. Yeah. Um, so, but I honestly think that like, it's if you didn't if you just read the beginning like cocoa chocolate and you're like chocolate, cool, you'd probably be happy even if you weren't a big fan of chocolate. Um, sorry, coffee stouts. It's clearly still burnt. It's still yeah. little, but it's but a lot of that is still in the general stout arena of tastes which is why I think this is really a really good balance however i was expecting a little more coffee forward because of the collaboration because it's got cacao nibs because it's a coffee stout and you know i might change my tune in a bit because i just had this like very raspberry tart forward dippa and although i was you know swishing and had uh, trying to get that t- you know neutralize my palate. i probably still have some of that lingering, and that might be changing my appreciation of like the the, the nuance between the coffee and the chocolate. But right, we'll see. Uh, it's still very good. I don't want to say it's not good. I just sort of it feels more chocolatey yes, um, than coffee. Um, okay. Except in the finish, the finish is very long and sort of burnt malty character. Right. Tasting notes, and so that's mm. much more coffee-like than chocolate. Um, but again, that's like still lives in the standard stout um, arena that you could easily not call it a coffee stout and still get still be fine with this finish. I guess. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Sounds yeah.
0: good. Yeah, it does sound good.
1: I wish mine was a bit more chocolatey.
0: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got any stouts. I don't think any of mine are stouts. What am I doing? It's the time for okay. stouts. Yeah, uh, I've left them all up, in the mate. cupboard. I've got one that's um, I think it's called Revenge of the Sith faced from <laughs> okay. like Fallen Acorn, which is about like a ten percent, eleven percent stout or something. Which is is you know it's kind of like a Christmas day. I've just finished cooking. Yeah. Let's just get on the ten percent stouts
1: for a rainy day.
0: Uh, um, but this one. The left handed Giant-Verdant collaboration, even Alan needs cheeseburgers. Um, I'm not sure. I keep keep going towards even Alan needs water from Verdant, but it's not. It's even Sharks need water from Verdant. And I think they've (laughs) just got a beer called Alan. I'm getting very mixed up between those two beers. Um, But left handed Giant have a beer called Cheeseburger Cavalry. Um, I don't see how these beers are fitting together at the moment. To make what i have in front of me and whether they just perhaps use the names and maybe a similar kind of hot profile but it's very very different this kind of you're getting very kind of stewed fruits on the nose uh it is it's it's hazy a lot more hazy than the previous beer a similar sort of color maybe a little bit more yellow hmm but in the flavor you're kind of hit with mango like Mango, 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 mango. Lots and lots of mango. And that's nice, but it's got this... Like, just (laughs) just bitter... Nature to it. So, it's got this kind of bitterness which comes in almost straight away. And builds quite a lot as you're drinking it. So, when I go back and have another sip... I'm not going back for... Well, I am going back for more of that kind of mango, maybe sort of passion-fruity kind of flavour. Mm. Those, those sort of tropical fruits. Maybe more slightly more bitter tropical fruits. But that, 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 that tropical fruit flavour to start, when I go back and I want that, and I'm supping it, that bitterness is kicking in straight away. Okay. So I'm not quite being sated mm. when I'm going back to have that next sip. So now you know, after however many seconds of um, that this is kind of dissipated I'm still getting a little bit of mango, still getting a little bit of bitterness from it and straight away both of those things are kind of refreshed, so I am getting a little mango, but it's the bitterness that really kicks up
3: mm-hmm.
0: and we, we, you know we, we say it Not maybe week in week out, but a lot that we like a bitter beer. Yeah. But there's something in this bitterness which makes it a little bit kind of smoky. Ooh. uh, A little bit kind of not in not in a good way. A little bit more kind of ashy, Mm. rather Ah. than like rather than like a smoked. Um, you know, as like you're, you're not talking whiskey, about like, like a high peaty kind of. No, no, exactly, exactly. You're talking not about like that time you actually threw a ball sort into of smokiness. grandma's ashes and had to clean it up. Yeah, yeah. Mm, <laughs> mm, it's a little bit sort of cigarette um, it, it, It's more of that than a than a nice, smooth, peaty smokiness that you would get on a whiskey. Um, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. Um, I mean, it, it it's definitely lessened as i've gone maybe uh, you know i've, I've I drank perhaps a third of the can so far uh, it has lessened as my palate has acclimatized to it and uh, um, instantly like it was just like this is bitter here is the bitterness and that mango has crept in a little bit more maybe mm-hmm. the, the previous beer has just altered my taste profile slightly so now i'm getting that through and it's unfolded a little bit to me but I don't know I'm going to have to get to the end of this one and then come back to what I think it's just not quite presenting yeah. as maybe not as I mean this might be presenting exactly how they wanted it to but it's not quite sitting right with me yet so hmm. I'm going to have to have a little bit more I think uh, which suits us very well because we've still got lots of topics to get through We've still got our top three to discuss later on this evening, so let's launch back into our categories. Adol, we're going out of sequence, but you mentioned that one of your categories fit well with the thing that Lucy had discussed and mentioned and things and stuff. Well, it's not in the sequence of Lucy, Adol, Ben, Lucy, Adol, Ben, Lucy, Adol,
3: Ben. Yeah. going in Lucy, Lucy, Adol, Ben,
0: and then we went back to you.
1: Didn't we finish on me and then we're going back to Adil. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the Fuck
3: no, it's, fine. it's fine.
2: It's fine. It doesn't out. matter. We don't need a What have We this. talked about. Uh, Go, you you just keep having your squash, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it makes just sense my mango juice. It's
0: Yeah,
2: fine.
3: <laughs> um, I've woken uh, so, up from so, a heavy so, uh, night uh, and I've gone straight uh, onto we, the
0: mango juice.
3: Yeah,
2: we. Uh, yeah, we were talking about Solitary Conspiracy and it hit me as, it was my best surprise game. I didn't know mm. a better way to say, like a game that wasn't on my radar and wasn't on anyone's radar and this sort of happened and it was great and I liked it and I've gone back to it once and there's new content that I haven't quite explored. Really liked it. It could also be short-ish given that it's like, when your short games are mobile games and they're like an hour long and this is, the campaign was a couple hours long and then there's like replayability in the non-campaign stuff, but it's still to get a sense of the game is still under five hours, I would say. I mean, obviously you can sink more in. Uh, mm-hmm. really liked it. Uh, I mean, I'm a sucker for card games as my list betrays. Mm. Um, but it was such a refreshing take on it, and I liked the dumbness of the spies and all the lore that you could skip if you wanted to, but I didn't because it was fun to read, even though it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And it just, I mean, it just has that, that Bithel Games charm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, right, does. but also it's really polished and like, and you know what? The first time you play one of those time travel mo- trial modes, time travel modes, a bit different DLC, um, it it it's intense, like pretty quick. You're like, ah, fuck, I'm feeling it. Yeah. Like between the music and the gameplay, it all it's just like I said, really well polished, well well, yeah. really well balanced. So you're like, ah, shit, how do I do this thing mm-hmm. quickly? Um, yeah love the game uh and of course it's got a it's money on steam i don't remember the price i was gonna say oh yeah and it's only fuck i can't remember eight quid nine quid maybe? yeah it was like yeah i you. think on release it was eight or nine but it might be like 11 11 11.99
1: yeah
0: oh, there's probably 11, a steam winter sale
1: it started well. today the steam winter sale like, started today it's, probably on the it's sale also
2: like, yeah. um as radar has reminded me in chat um it's also one of the few games that I haven't accidentally crashed this year. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well done. Uh,
2: I say well done to Puzzle Games yes. rather than yes, these. yeah,
1: yeah, because they they, they stealth f- announce that and released that. Um... I about,
2: yeah, yeah like, I, th- okay. I think they announced it about two weeks before it came out.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why I wanted to. C- I called it like a surprise game because it was a surprise to me, but also like l- legit. It was just like this hasn't been hyped for years, and then in. in Boy, when we're in December twenty twenty, and and you, you can have a successful, good, solid launch of a game no one knew existed, that yeah. says a lot. Yeah. Maybe we, more people should do that.
1: Um, uh, I'll throw some games into that category unless you have any. more. It, oh,
2: it's on mm-hmm. sale right. It's regularly nine ninety nine. It's on sale for seven ninety nine right now.
1: Nice. So nice. buy it. Yeah. Um, my surprise games are. Well, a lot of Apple Arcade games are surprise games because they don't really get mm. advertised before. Nope. Um, it's South of the Circle, which is from the guys who uh, made well State of Play, they're called, who made the camera yeah. games, which I know a deals are fan of, and mm. um, Lumino City. Uh, yes, it's a very it, it, as I've spoken about it before. I haven't finished it. I don't know why. I need to go back, and there's so many games that I need to go back to, but. Just the way in, it's it's sort of like a narrative. was not even walking sim. You're really just choosing dialogue options, to be honest, and not exactly the exact. Um, it's not exact, you know, like dialogue trees you're you're selecting either. It's more, you know, how how you want the character, the mood in which the character is, and how you want that mood to, you know. Um, reflect on his responses, but yeah, it's, it's set in, like, the uh, Cold War, it's about it, 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 it like, transports between different timelines, him being stranded in on, like, the North Pole, and then, it, it, you know, flashbacks to his love life, he's a professor in at this university, and um, you know, how he has these uh, this deadline on this piece of work, and set in, like, the 70s, he's got a lot of You know, cultural surroundings about how women Mm. and in academia and um, Cold War and pressures, you know, political pressures and stuff like that. So, And it's just told in a really excellent way and it's got a really great art style. I need to get back to it. But yeah, I I think that would have flown under the radar for a lot of people because I think it's only on an Apple arcade. But um, that was a good surprise for me. Um, Another good surprise was that uh, the guys who made Thimbleweed Park, they put out a like, little mini-adventure, which had yeah. literally just taken assets from the original game. And they were like, you know what? It's a crappy year, we're in a pandemic, we're all stuck at home. Here, have this. And it was like, I, I really enjoyed being back in that universe. That's right, yeah. And right.
0: I think they put it in a new engine. So I think it was right, like their okay. test of transferring mm-hmm. like the assets yes. over into a new engine. Yeah,
2: yeah. Dolores. Yes, Dolores.
0: Yes, Dolores
1: mm. of Thimbleweed Park mini-adventure. Yes, and yeah. and just one quick last surprise because I didn't know about it. I'm sure it was announced a long time ago, but it's point-and-click adventure game I played this year called Willie Morgan and the Curse of Bone Town, which I just spoke about uh, really early I earlier. I remember year. Bone
0: Town. Yes, Bone
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's just like a classic point-and-click <laughs> game, and it's like it, 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 it's just one of those. And it's just like you know what, thank you, just give it to me. I'll, I'll, I love this, these games. It's just it, 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 I think it the hallmark of a good point and click adventure game these days is where sort of like Thimbleweed Park where it's like some of the solutions are just that much absurd. But it's mm. like I, I know them. I, I know what the answer is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like the you know, the the hamster in the microwave or whatever it is, or, or in the freezer <laughs> or and it's just like I i, I, I it's ridiculous but it follows that kind of science that point and click adventure games good ones do and it's just mm-hmm. like yes I've got everything here so yeah those nice. are my uh, surprises Nice.
0: Yeah. nice. Uh, I, I think for me surprise game is a difficult one because I kind of try and keep up on lots of stuff but you know just by the nature of kind of what we do uh, but for me I think it is Kentucky Route Zero mm. because I'm like oh shit they finished it cool
3: yeah.
1: uh, we'll I'll speak it. about that later
0: <laughs> we'll move on
1: if you want to carry on well
0: uh, I, I suppose that leads us into something that I should be talking about Uh Sequentially, And yes, I had got it wrong because I hadn't checked off one of Lucy's earlier, which is why I was confused about what we were talking about. Uh, it's fine. Um, You're drinking. I just you use my brain. It's fine. Yeah.
2: And also don't care that much. But mostly the brain <laughs> yes. thing, I'll say, because that makes me seem smarter. But
0: also, one of the surprise games, uh, which kind of fits into something that I had picked for my favourite time waster, uh, was Dreams.
3: Oh, oh yes. yeah because
0: I didn't expect as much from this that that I ha- that I actually got from it uh, it's yeah, it's, it's you know dreams is this very weird uh, game and experience ben? and art creation tool that platform kind of yeah plat yeah platform I suppose uh, that has allowed some very interesting and odd experiences to be made for me to go in and, and be able to play uh, and like kind of Fall Guys, it's something that I check in with every now and again and that holds me for a little bit and that just kind of you know, it's a game that everyone has known about for a little while but actually mm-hmm. when it releases it's like oh, this is actually kind of what it is, we get this now we understand what this is going to be and kind of how this will sustain itself, uh, and in, as a, as my time waster game, it's fantastic to be able. To like, I got five minutes. I, mm-hmm. I I don't want to launch into something. I'm you know down here. I don't. I could play a bit of Fall Guys, but with Fall Guys, I like to get into that zone of maybe playing two or three rounds, and then having a couple of really good rounds on the trot, and then dropping it. Whereas Dreams, you'd be like, I got five minutes. I'll just I'll just search a term. And see what comes up, and play something, and it is fantastic. Is that just a little bit of time, just, just to kind of, not even waste, not even a time waster, just a, (laughs) just a sink, like a sink. Like I've got five minutes. What I want to do, let's experience something completely different in dreams. And yeah. uh, there are some standout sort of uh, experiences in it which people have put lots and lots of time into, whether that was when they were playing it in the beta and have built it up since then. Mm-hmm. The, you know the main campaign uh, and experience called Artstream, which um, Media Molecule put together themselves, which is, a, which is a good experience to kind of play through and, and run you through lots of different kind of gameplay elements and stuff. Like, it's a really good game to just be like, eh, I don't know what I want to play." let's play dreams let's, right, let's, I mean, let's see what it I throws think, up like,
2: yeah I mean is there a way to, it, it seems like it serves up things really well mm. for like like if you have like library paralysis you'd think oh a game that is a platform that is it's own library would suck but it uh, it sounds like I guess because everything tends to be short you kind of are you're willing to spin the wheel absolutely. more yes. easily yeah absolutely and I,
0: I think it's really uh it's really good in the way that it sort of curates games on the front page but mm-hmm. then if you've kind of exhausted that experience, and they, they do update it, they do refresh it quite often, there are different game jams in, in the game that you can kind of say, well I'm going to go and see what the top picks are from this game jams and, and play all of those, or you can just search a term, you could just yep. put in like 2D and see what
2: comes up. You could
1: just put in
0: horror as Nude as we've Sonic. And, and see done and Sonic. Nude Sonic.
2: I mean that's definitely that. That's just Sonic without shoes on, which I don't I, I, wanna know what the I, feet <laughs> fetish Sonic <laughs> community is. And, oh man, you imagine Sonic his feet
0: up. are crammed right into those little pointy toed fucking shoes and they're massive. Oh yeah. no, I'm sure I'm sure
2: there's some weird fan art where he just has one real long toe. Oh, oh. fills just, up the shoe just stop, let's,
1: Mate, let's carry on I, 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 think, I, 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 I regret think mentioning Sonic
2: <laughs> but
0: well it, it, it does bring up an interesting conversation which we've had about licensing in this thing and you know <laughs> yeah, how you could probably make Super West. Barrio Super Barrio <laughs> Brothers and they just don't have moustaches or something like yeah. that uh, because all Nintendo stuff was removed from Dreams because Nintendo because they it? do oh. had a hissy fit and just destroyed everything I mean, like
1: that uh, Rightly so, yeah. especially on they a got, you know competing platform. Things. But yeah. yeah, I mean, the one thing I hope for Dreams is that it comes to PC, um, mm. yes. because that yeah, seems yeah, yeah, like yeah, definitely the place to be for that kind of creation tool. And hopefully, it gets a second wind. And we see because there was like you know that that kind of thing at the start of the year where it's like look what people made in dreams, it's so cool but I feel with like people moving on to the next generation, when they can find a PS5 I think there's a potential for that game to just get forgotten which I exactly. had personally um, and, and yeah but mm. it's, and like when things are on PC and you have that kind of um, community, it's always we're always going back to things where it's like, oh look what people modded in Skyrim and like I saw right. an article today where it's like you can get Skyrim to run at like sixty FPS on your on your Series X or something like that, and it was just like yes, we need we need these games to come to a platform, a more open platform because yes, yeah, 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 I, I get it. It's a, it's a Sony property, but it, it looks like they're open to putting their games on PC. But so mm. this is the perfect one, especially with VR in in it as well. So. Like, I, um, I mean, you know. I mean, like, also not, the see-
2: idea that PC gamers could mod the platform, which I'm sure is not what Sony wants, but, <laughs> like, it is just like, hey, what if full 3D uh, RPG maker sort of promise, right? Like, and there's so many indie developers who started out with or only ever got to, like, RPG maker style things, but yeah. there's so many games that, like, with very different approaches, etc., and to have an actual, flexible, sort of GUI-based engine that, like, does for at least, you know, with a lot of effort sometimes compared to if you... But the fact that you don't need to know like, learn how to code Unity or Unreal. Mm -hmm. And, like, Unity was this huge thing for the PC, right? So many games are made in Unity because it's easier, and one to small person teams can make interesting games sometimes they don't but that's a different thing uh steam curate your library um but like uh, it's a good thing right it's a good thing that we have these the 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 the, the, the engines are now advanced enough that so much is yeah. inbuilt or point and click and dreams represents the like wow there's so much you can do with just pointing and clicking yes and importing uh, yeah. and sharing i think the big thing is the like I make an asset and I just throw it out into dreamland and then someone else does something with that asset. Yeah. And there are people I'm sure who just get a kick out of making assets.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and there's also the fact that this is you know, advertises a game first, which I think a lot of people the mm. the, the hurdle is like, oh this is just a tool, you know, like Unity or or Unreal and stuff like that. People might feel a way about going into something which is just like a development tool whereas you look at, like, Minecraft and Roblox and people have I built, saying, like, it's, it's careers like out of that. And it, it's like that RPG Maker and Minecraft, yeah. like, mm-hmm.
2: combined. Yeah, in the, I think
1: Dreams that The fact that it's its own platform
3: mm-hmm. is what If it were to come it. to
1: PC, like, it can on PS4 to a certain extent, but as I say, that's a seven-year-old console. People are m- moving forward. I, I think absolutely put that on PS PC. Yeah, I mean... yeah. Yeah cuz I I like media molecule and like what I've heard from you Ben and just the wider gaming talk is that that game's real cool. So, yeah.
0: yeah. It's fun. It's fun. Um, uh which why it sits yeah in my in my favorite time-waster slot. Hmm. Uh so let's roll back around.
2: Well to I mean- you. My my favorite time oh, waster shit. is Adventure yeah, yeah, yeah. Communist, which is the sequel to Adventure Capitalist <laughs> Capitalism. It's an idle game that I... Still blew up several times in the day to just push buttons on my phone when I'm bored with Facebook. <laughs> isn't
0: it's legit Facebook, just a isn't time Facebook waster. the opposite? Isn't Facebook Adventure Capitalist as well? Like, yeah. I mean, that game doesn't need to exist well, but, uh, uh, but, uh, it is uh, just social media. No, but right? I would say
2: Adventure Capitalist uh, is... It's it's ad venture capitalist because you get bonuses for watching ads, an ad venture communist, which is hilarious because it doesn't make sense <laughs> because you watch it like it's, but it's a, it's a better game with a longer runtime, um, and like, uh, I went back to adventure capitalist because I beat that a couple years ago on Steam, and I was like, oh, I'll play it on the Google Store, and I'm like, oh, this is not aged well as far as an idle game, but also. Um, Communist just is slightly better there's weekly events which you don't have to do but they give you bonus that are like a separate tier mm-hmm. uh, which is actually like better to just like oh this weekend I'm going to pay attention to this idle game most of the day and it, but the thing is the payoff is things in the regular track of the idle game which I am in not a rush to finish because that's sort of the point um, I think that's kind of why I, I like it Because in this pandemic-y world we're in, lockdown, etc., it's kind of nice to just be like, this game kind of doesn't end or won't end for a long time. I'm on level 56 of 105, I think is. But no, I think they have code. People know that there's code enough for 105 levels. Okay. But um, they haven't, like, released them yet or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... It, it's just a thing you can play and feel like you're doing a thing in the worst case, in the worst sense of the thing, but sometimes, well, if you're looking for a time waster, that's exactly what it is, I, you know. On on the yeah. loo, cooking, waiting for people to come downstairs after you've cooked, just woke up, don't want to start a YouTube video on the tablet, but don't want to get out of bed. You know, all these moments are like time-wasting moments. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes you're like, I don't, I don't want to know how much the world is burning, so I don't want to start open Facebook. I'll open this silly game. <laughs> yeah, that's fair.
3: Yeah,
1: uh, those Lucy, have weird restaurant, yeah, those weird restaurant burger time kind of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Games were just like the perfect thing. So yeah, nice. Very much time wasters that are like they 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 launch on the eShop for like seven ninety nine and they go free within a few months. So I just pick them up when they're free and flip some burgers. Well? Not very well. uh, diner dash kind of thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. Good. Mm. Let's uh, roll through our next categories. Each we're oh, lingering a little bit. Let's 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 not burn through. But let's discuss the next categories speedily. Lucy.
1: Yes. I'll go for a uh, my favourite cosy cup of tea game. Ooh. Ooh. Yes, which which had a lot of crossover with like the puzzle games, like Family. Was I was in there. about to say, uh, yep. yeah. Um, some that are literally about making drinks are Coffee Talk and Necrobarista. Um, very much narrative kind of games, sort of like yeah, I can just click through whilst having me cup of tea. Um, the last campfire, which was a again puzzle game, but it was a very uh, nice, relaxing experience of puzzles. Didn't you know that? They were challenging, but not too challenging. And it's like you yeah, have this nice Nordic lady talking over things. <laughs> it's like, That's yeah, the Hello very... Games
3: yeah. one. Isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, cats organized neatly. That was one of them. Mm. Uh, I was going to say, it...
2: when you said cup mm. of tea game, I was like, I, if you had, <laughs> we hadn't already talked about puzzle games, I would have said con.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah, just basically, I can click through this in one hand, have my tea in the other. But uh, one that you need both hands for really anything on the Switch um, even <laughs> though I could just be like that with a Joy-Con just laid back you know just pointing um, is In Other Waters which was that kind of mm. uh, subterranean like s- sea adventure game which was uh, very much a narrative ex- adventure um, Murder by Numbers which was the Pit cross, uh Phoenix Wright kind of thing um,
2: oh we- yeah you got mm-mm. that to my list that and, um oh that other that weird fuck i'm going to
1: forget this
2: yes thank you god <laughs> you're good at this
1: yeah uh, that, that that game might be on i really want to play it. yeah i need to play it. I, I bought it if i haven't played it
2: oh uh, i oh, see i've been good i haven't bought it yet but i want to play it
1: well done you showed restraint to where i could not um Mutazione, which i really enjoyed that was uh, that came yeah. out last year but i only played it this year just a really good like soap opera narrative adventure game. I really enjoyed that. And the number one has to be <laughs> Animal Crossing.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, I,
2: I will That's talk fact. about that later.
1: That would Ooh. that was going to be one of my time wasters, but I'll I'll stick it and it, it sort of bridges that gap between waste of time, cozy cup of tea game, catharsis. <laughs> It's everything. For now. Yeah, it's yeah, that's like fair. it bridges like twelve categories, and it's just, I, I, the, I haven't played that game in apart from when I went back to it uh, like <laughs> a couple days ago. I hadn't played it in months, but it's yeah. just it's just so relaxing, and it's just nice. It it, it 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 hits that part of your brain where it's like I need to do something, but I don't want to do anything. Yep, <laughs> I'll just. Chop down wood and collect things on the beach, and it's a special game. And it is like literally the game of the year that you know, one of the games like Among Us and yeah, uh, like yeah, Phantasmophobia, and yeah, to a lesser extent, I mean, and Fall Guys, where it's just like, yes, this this hit a new
2: that I mean, that was going to be one of audience. my topics, but I ended up, um, mm. uh, mild spoiler alert. I'm going to talk about Animal Crossing in a bit later. Because I realized cool. that that topic meant more, but we'll mm-hmm. talk about sure. it. Yeah
3: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
2: that's fair. Nice, nice.
3: Yeah, it uh, was me. Cup of tea. Yeah, games. me.
2: It's me. It's me. Hey. Um. So, um. I realized. I mean, uh, mostly because of first look Tuesdays, which helped. Again. Oh no! Hang uh, on. Cozy oh. cup of tea game. Oh, one. cozy cup of tea game. No, it's yeah. Sorry, it said already. It's it's, it's cat or, cats organized neatly was ah uh, yes okay was it yeah. fits that bill as well as the puzzle games for me. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Do you have a cozy tea uh, game? I, I do. A tea I cozy game.
0: Uh, you can read my review of Alba on Out of Lives. That is absolutely a cozy it? cup of tea game. I, yes. I
1: I really want to play it, so I, I, I'll look forward to reading your review. It's it's
0: just it's so easy. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just a <laughs> lovely little game. Like, and it is a cozy really like game. Review. Like it, it's, it's yeah. really, it's really heartfelt. It's feel good. Uh, that, it, there's bigger. There's absolutely bigger issues going on with this game that that, that, that that the writing very well brings to the fore. But you could just sit down for five, <laughs> yeah. ten minutes, with a cup of tea, chill out, play this game mm. a little bit, and you're and you're good. Yeah.
1: I'm. I, I have that downloaded on iPad and everything ready to go. Just. Mm, play yeah,
2: play it. I I I I'm really looking forward
0: to playing that. Yeah, nice. especially as it's Good. short. Mm. Uh,
2: so yes, Adel, we'll now jump to whatever you want to talk about. Oh yep. Yeah. Uh, so mine was best unfinished game, and oh. by that I meant I mean early access or beta Cyberpunk. Or demo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> see, that was my bait and switch. I figured people would assume when I said unfinished game, I meant cyberpunk. That's exactly played, what I thought you meant. Yeah. Having played it, and boy does it love crashing, um, all of the time, uh, <laughs> basically whenever you want to leave to, like, check a Twitch, like an OBS audio level, or turn off, uh, Discord's automatic streamer mode, that that was today. Today I streamed it for a bit because, spoiler alert, the, the game I was supposed to play crashed more than Cyberpunk, um... So it was it was a day of crashes and but no actually my best unfinished game isn't that and it's more finished than last time I used it uh played it but it was one of the first um games I played for first looks on Tuesdays which was uh Banners of Ruin. Mm. Oh, yeah. I I mean it was just a, it's a roguelike card-based game. So you know it's it's doing the card thing uh but it managed, even though it was very clearly raw in certain places, to have amazing world building right mm-hmm. off the top. It had really interesting mechanics. They clearly like did the work on the mechanics yeah. and left some of the other polish away and then released it in early access. And it's a game that I'm going to gladly go back to, and one of the reasons why I haven't is because I've been waiting for the big, the like, this is our big release patch, Because I really liked it And I don't want any early access Troubles to spoil My really good feels about it Mm -hmm. Um, It came out In July um, But it's still in early access And The Steam page Didn't say when it's Done Mm -hmm. Which is one of the reasons I hate early access But it's definitely very playable Now I'm sure if the VOD is Not up but the vod was not up. We didn't do a vod. It was before we were doing vods of first looks. and Now I'm sad because uh, that was a good run through. And Lucy was in the back seat, so yeah, I mean, Lucy yeah. watched me play. So I mean, did you have any thoughts about it?
1: No, it, it's like of all the card games that you talk about, that that one is on my wish list. Like, like it, I liked the art style. I like animal people anyway. In fact, being a furry, uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh. There's nothing yeah, wrong it, with that by the way Oh no, not at all Just <laughs> stating my claim um, I mean you're the one looking at Sonic's feet But anyway <laughs> yeah,
2: Because you, you brought it, brought it up, up. You, brought it you, it, you literally were the one bringing it up
3: <laughs> That's yes, not how it banners
1: works are, Banners are ruined <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, 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 like, It's got a kind of um, Gosh what was the name of that game That everybody liked the, 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 the rogue like no the <laughs> no not that animal game the rogue like <laughs> that, uh, that everybody likes the spire yes it sort of had like mm. that kind of um like kind of like like that progression I like the, the way the structure it's like you've got you can take this path or you can take this path and either way you're it fucked either way to be honest in that game mm-hmm. yeah i mean <laughs> it it definitely
2: <laughs> felt tougher but yeah. also it so one of the things that Slay of the Spire is all about is, like, it's the roguelike, it's the the meta progression. And this game mm-hmm. felt more like there's less of that and there's more learning how to be better.
3: Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and also
2: getting screwed by RNG a couple of mm-hmm. times. I don't think I was, but I could see how that happened because there weren't that many, like overarching mechanics that would make the first, like, 15 fights easier. That's sort of, yeah. like, Slay the Spire is kind of about unlocking characters and, like, learning builds. Like, learning builds is very much part of it, but the rest is kind of, like, you're mostly upgrading characters in the run,
3: mm-hmm.
2: not outside of the run.
3: But yeah, it's, yeah.
2: It, like I said, they put the effort in, and so it really felt really well-balanced. And, like, the couple fights where I kind of got pummeled was... I did a bad thing. Like I kind of started, or like I was at a choice point, and I was like, "I think maybe do this," and I was like, "Oh, I probably shouldn't have done that." And then it's like, "Yeah, yeah you go punished for it." Um, yeah,
1: yeah. I yeah. I, I like the different characters and their different abilities, and yeah, it, it 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 was interesting, and yeah, to see. I think seeing that full release would be interesting.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Mm. So yeah, best nice. unfinished game for me.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: I I I don't have one for this category. Neither do I. So. Uh, I, well, I—I I mean, I do, but it's part of another category. Okay, so. just br- br- yeah, bring it up when that
2: happens. Just yeah. say this would be mm-hmm. what I would would. Yeah, I mean, spoiler: alert, Cyberpunk. If it was going to be anywhere on today, <laughs> would be here, but it's not. <laughs> That's because it's not um, your favorite.
3: <laughs> well, it's, i mean, funny. I mean,
2: it's only sa- out, sidebar. But, it, know, it's really unfinished, but minutes. also kind of boring. You're in-
0: yeah. yeah, but it's only been it's only been out for forty minutes. It only took forty minutes to make, so don't, you know, don't <laughs> worry. It's, it's yeah, it's it took
1: forty minutes to undo all that goodwill. Yeah, <laughs> you fucking did. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're
0: going to a, my next category: hmm. games that have completely fucked it. Uh, <laughs> that's not one of my categories. Um, I got one. I played this today. <laughs> I played two today.
2: To be honest. <laughs>
0: Um I will jump into a game which I think really could have made my my top 3. It was very very close. Uh but the one thing that I kind of that that, that highlights this game for me and my category is best sword combat.
1: And Ooh. it goes to
0: Ghost of Tsushima.
1: Not Nidhogg 2 Not Nidhogg, Nidhogg, Nidhogg 2 This, this was just last uh,
0: year. Did come maybe. Yeah, it was last okay, year. Yeah, I, I, um, I know cuz I played
2: at Christmas with Ben. That's <laughs> nice.
0: yes, we did. Uh, so, Ghost of Tsushima—it kind of hits a few categories. I, I could have, you know, it doesn't have to necessarily be best sword combat. It could have been kind of like full open world. It, there's there's lots of stuff, but Ghost of Tsushima is another one of those games. Like I'm playing Days Gone at the moment,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and it kind of hits those same beats, doesn't it? It's like that rote open world kind of game, which changes things up just a little bit. Yeah, not a huge amount. Ghost of Tsushima is one of those games which looks beautiful changes things up in a way that it, it it alters kind of the navigation of what you're doing you don't have to worry about the minimap you could just follow the winds as you at you know as you as you press the button and the winds blow you in the way that you mm. kind of need to go but the the thing that really kept me with this game was the sword combat mm. uh, you know there's there's games where i've enjoyed the combat like the witcher 3 super controversial in its kind of combat uh, mechanics and people not really liking it yeah. Uh, uh, but the Ghost of Tsushima does a very good way of of its main mechanic, which is mm-hmm. sword combat, which is being a samurai and fighting. Like it does try to balance you between the whole idea of being a being a kind of a ninja mm. assassin and being this honourable samurai. And I found myself moving much more towards honourable samurai most of the time whilst I was playing the game. Like mm-hmm. I, I did standoffs. With characters, it's like you can stand off, or you could jump off your horse and hide in the bushes and then attack them, kind of <laughs> thing. And I would, like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking stand off because I want that like sword pull against my first opponent. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. want that secondary motion against them. I want to see this very beautiful, fluid motion of how I'm cutting these enemies down. Like the, the sword combat's really good, and the idea that you flow between these different stances and some stances are better for some enemies it, it just worked that out very well and coming from something like Sucker Punch which had done the infamous games previously this is a mm. really good evolution to what they were kind of doing previously, like allowing you to do different kind of stances and, and, and moving between different things and having different kind of combat elements so I'm like yep I'm in this stance I can tap 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 tap, square because I know it's going to be like pat 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 pap, 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 pap. But actually, in this stance, I want to be a bit more refined, a little bit more held back. I want to block, I want to do this, I want to parry, and this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and that combat was the thing that kind of pulled me through that game. And I'm sure a lot of people will talk about you know, the story and the way that the world looks and those sorts of things. But the, the, the sword combat was the thing that just kept me going through this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably another very difficult topic for both of you to sort of fit into, because um, I mean, how many how many games do we really get like super refined, excellent sword combat in these days?
1: I I I, I could um, just 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 smash a few in there. Yeah, if you got, um, some, absolutely. I got
3: one.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've got one. <laughs> <laughs> it might be one that we sort of talk That's... about later. Um, uh, you pick up a sword at, at some point in it, and you can throw it. Um, I think there's even like, an achievement for picking up and throwing. Super? The sword. No. no super, that's great. Good guess, though. Uh, streets of Rage 4. <laughs> yeah. Yes, nice. Yeah. Are we going to talk about that later? Or... Yeah, uh,
2: it's not on yeah. my list, but that's because I never owned it, and I only played it yeah. one time <laughs> with you guys, and then, this, and then the this sharing kept dying, and it made me sad. Um
1: Ben, is it on your list?
2: Uh under
0: one of your categories, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's under yeah. that category as well for me, so we'll just talk yeah. about it later. Yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> um
2: I kinda figured. Uh mine though is a game that came out in twenty seventeen but I only really played this year but with friends. Save things. Uh, stick fight. <laughs> Oh, yes. oh yeah, the game. There's a sword in it, and it's fun when you can mm-hmm. stab someone in stick fight. You feel OP. yeah <laughs> So that's that's my best swords of the game because I played, fair. I played um, like in January with a friend before he left, and then uh, I played a bit when we did our pub crawl in lockdown one, where we all made our own pubs mm. here because I live with five other people and I made a barcade mm-hmm. and we played Stick Fight here on this screen in front of me and then on the wall there I had the projector and switch set up so there was Mario Kart Yeah, uh, but yes, Stick Fight uh, I, I, I always knew of it but it's it's in that realm yeah. of couch co-op games that like I like think maybe gang. you can play online but it doesn't make sense yeah, so like that mm-hmm. Game one of my favorite games I never play because I need someone here
0: mm-hmm. otherwise it's not yeah. the same yeah,
2: yeah uh, so like Ben back in the like when I lived in Easton and, and you came by a couple times even when we played another game I think we still managed to like squeeze in a couple runs of Duck Game before trying something else we did
0: always because yes.
2: we 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 had a a a proto series that never went live called Couch Co-op to yeah. try and explore these types of games mm-hmm. uh, but we never managed to get them produced and published and then. You got busier and I got busier and then I moved even you moved further away and then I moved and then further you moved further, that yeah. further away yeah. and anyway. Uh but yeah. So stick fight. Decent sorting.
3: Nice. Nice. Good.
1: Good.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think Lucy that leads us very well into the topic that you were going to talk about.
1: Yes, which is my favourite throwback slash arcade game, which uh I just mush the two together. Um yeah. uh Crash Bandicoot four
3: oh ooh. which I've nice. been playing
1: recently, but it, it, it's very good it, it's it, the the physics are what I remember from crash it it feels more true to that experience than the remakes did which is which is nice and it, yeah it's got that new coat of paint and uh, yeah it's it, it's like it's everything that you want from a you know modern crash game um yeah. Tetris effect which is play on Tetris you know. It's a very pretty Tetris. It's a very good game. Mm. Do enjoy it. Uh, Super Crush Ko, which was, which is, um played at the very start of the year. Um, sort oh, of like an arcade. It's kind of like 2D, very neon. Um, this woman's trying to rescue her cat. Um, yeah, it is the yeah. one I'm
2: thinking of. That seemed like <laughs> a ton of fun.
1: Yeah, I, I really enjoy that studio and their arcade games. This is just another Ooh. really good one. Um, it's um,
2: it's half off on the Steam Store right now, by the way.
1: Ace, nice. pick it up. Um, Disc Room, which is just a bullet hell, yeah. reverse kind of bullet hell game. Still need to get back to that. Streets of Rage 4, which is like... A, a lot of side-scrolling beat-em-up games have come back this, you know, recently mm. and have just not hit those highs. Um, I really enjoyed Streets of Rage 4. Um, and playing with you two was fun as well.
2: Uh, oh man, it was tons of fun. It was also my only experience with the game. Uh, and I think we got like... Five missions in or levels in before yeah. streaming yeah, started like that, to die. Sure like uh, yeah. It's hard to tell because it was like post recording, still thinking <laughs> together <laughs> yeah. mid lockdown. So everything's yeah. a little bit of a blur. Yeah. Uh, but I loved it and I was mm-hmm. like, I should buy this. And then I realized I want to play this with other people.
3: Always. <laughs> oh, we'll have to get back to it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll
1: yeah. To, I mean, yeah, it, we only didn't because for some reason it didn't work from my computer that one time. Yes, and I don't know why.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, it's funny because that was the first. So I and and lockdown did actually. The, so sidebar, um, surprise technology of the year would be because <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, I, no, I, I looked together. into Parsec and stuff, but actually Steam mm-hmm. Remote Play mm-hmm. just just works. Like I played with a. Uh, one of the early lego indiana jones in remote Mm -hmm. play with a friend in canada with a crappier like a cable internet connection which is like less than 10 mbps down kind of thing and we could play it was like negligible lag part of it is because they're like mushy controls i think that helps (laughs) uh but like boy did not expect that to be a thing thought for sure that wouldn't work definitely did work uh steam remote play is shockingly good um, except that one time where we were drunkenly trying to play Streets of Rage together
1: I think that's something to do with the game not exactly remote play mm-hmm. but, um, yeah. anyway um, Hunt Down, which probably would have been on like the top 10 if I had made one that um, very much uh, Contra kind of side scroll beat em up just over the top stupid action like sort of like um, Broforce uh, yes. Bloodstained Curse of the Moon 2 not quite hitting those highs as the first game because I think that was more of a surprise, but yeah, more Castlevania, can't go wrong. Uh, New Super Lucky Sale, which is 3D platformer, but a very good one. Didn't expect it, started playing it for a Game Pass quest. Loved it. Um, Like, 100%ed a lot of those levels, so wow, all of them, really. Um, Yeah, so, fantastic game. Bit under the radar, and number one... Tony Hawk. Nice. Ah,
3: classic. Like, yes. <laughs> or,
1: Perfect. Or, yeah, it, it, everything could have gone wrong with this game, but uh, <laughs> the, just the care and attention to detail and the love that was obviously put into it—it's, it—I it, it, love those games, and it's just—it's so good to go back. You know, like before. I think it like the week before it was announced because it, it was announced and came out this year, which was nuts. Um, I was like playing Tony Hawk 2 on an emulator, and it's just like, mm-hmm. if only this was like a real thing. And then it became real, mm-hmm. and it's just like one of the best things this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah I need to, I, I, I need to go back and play more of that multiplayer. I've gotten better at Tony Hawk, and it's like I, there was a point where I was playing online, and these people are getting like uh, two million point combos. It's like, I'll yeah, never I remember that. that
2: was when you you talked <laughs> about it on the pod. You were like, yeah. this is good, but also. Yeah, I'm. I'm better than most people, but the people who are better than me are like leagues better. It's like yeah, it's so yeah. far away.
1: Yes, it's like I'm a millionaire, but these people are billionaires. So I, i yeah. like <laughs> I don't even factor. But just even just okay, yes, I'd get angry when like someone would take all my graffiti tags in like the last second of the game. But it's just like I, I enjoyed just being in that space and skating around. It's just there's, there's nothing better and. I want them to do 3 and 4 so badly. And I'd even Mm. give Activision money.
3: (laughs) That's fair. Wow. I
1: bought bought this with reward points. Same with Crash. Because screw Activision. um, You know. Yeah. Yeah, Tony Hawk. Better than it has any right to be. And they put um, Public Enemy song in it. Which was like a bummer for me when they said, we're not going to get this song in. Yeah. So... Well it's done. Without that licensing, good. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah. For me, it was uh, Street of Rage Four, which we've, mm-hmm. we've touched on already. So yeah.
2: I don't really have one, but that's fine.
1: Yeah. Cool. Actually, I've broken the seal, so I'm going to go pee again. I but, know.
0: I, I'm I absolutely
2: <laughs> thinking that I really
1: need
0: to. <laughs> uh, so me I mean, why don't well.
2: we just uh, let's roll some mid-roll? Um, everyone can go pee. Cool. Because uh, my last
1: topic uh, is really short i probably grab. So. I'll
2: probably grab my fourth beer as
0: well.
1: I was just and sit saying, yeah, good idea. Well While yeah. I'm down there. I, yeah. Okay, so we'll
2: sorry. be back in a couple of minutes. Um, more than the ad break, which is sixty seconds, but <laughs> we're gonna grab our <laughs> final beers that have been waiting kindly for us.
1: Yeah.
3: Cool. And back in the, the back. Yeah.
2: Anyway,
0: perfect. Right. Welcome when are we back. In? Two minutes and two two hours and two minutes. I will cut us back in roughly. Lucy, you're shaking your finger. What's going on?
1: Oh, I was just saying hi.
3: Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just saying oh, Just saying hi.
0: Perfect. So we're cutting back in. Uh, we've yes. got a f- uh, a couple more categories each, but we've still got some more
1: beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to yeah, Maybe we, to we should
0: open another beer. Yeah. Lucy's dancing. She wants to open another beer. Lucy, what are you going to open?
1: Uh, the beer I've been waiting for. All my Ooh. life. Um, wow! Which is wow. <laughs> is the Tonkoatko? What do you say it? Ponkoatko or tong- to- tonko. Tonko. I'm assuming it's atko. tonko? Yeah, because the theme. If nobody. Wait, guessed, the theme wasn't red berries. No, it was tonka beans. Good guess, <laughs> though, dear. Um. Or it could have been vanilla or oats. No, there wasn't vanilla in the last one. <laughs> anyway, this is a beer from Brew York. I love the... Brew York. Yes, I love the Tonko Co-Stouts. And this yep. is a... They've got this whole series going. Um, this is an 8.5%. Uh, coconut, cacao, Tonka, and vanilla oat milk stout Called God the damn. Tonka... Ton- tonka tonk- Oat Co. Because it's got oats ha. in it. Ah! Words. Uh, um, uh, yeah. Nice. Reading the. Yeah, I'll read the flavour text. It says Tonka. The name of this beer, which I won't pronounce, especially after <laughs> a few. Uh, our most accessible version of the Tonkoko was originally brewed for the Brew Dog Collab Fest 2019 with Brew Ooh. Dog North Street Leeds, where it finished second in the annual event. Now, I brewed again for Collab Fest 2020 with all the usual coconut, cacao, tonka, and vanilla, but once again with copious amounts of oat milk in place of the usual lactose for that sweet and creamy finish. Ooh. Nice. So that's interesting.
3: I do I have
2: noticed that's a trend um, with uh, getting more oats in non-standardly oat beers and I think I think it is exactly that it's like realizing thanks to people using I think honestly just like vegans and vegetarians pushing oat milk in places yeah. realizing that oat is a sweet mm, uh, replacement so you can get a mild sweetness so you don't have to like double down all lactose which because the body doesn't break it down at all, Like, or sorry, the the yeast doesn't break it down at all. It means that like it's you're just gonna have a layer of sweetness. While oats just just kind of a sweeter malt. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that you get some sweetness, but some of it gets processed, and so there's you can get this like lower level of sweetness without like. Yep, that has lactose in it.
1: Yeah. Let that settle. I had a little sip, but um, trying to mask my reactions.
2: That's fair. That's fair. Adam will come to you. <laughs> it's me. I've got something from our friends over at Good Chemistry. Ah,
1: mm. nice. I've got the Minsk. Minsk. What? Minsk. Minsk. Oh, the 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 two thousand and twenty. Two thousand twenty. Yeah. Look at oh, Roman numerals. Roman the numerals. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the
2: MMXX, the twenty twenty. Uh, it is a Barley Wine. I believe it's their 2020 Barley Wine. Whoa, my camera started focusing something weird. Five years to the day after our very first brew day, we brewed this big Barley Wine to celebrate. A special beer which will age gracefully and develop over time. Uh, fresh, modern, and thoughtful beers from Bristol. Oh, that's just the regular thing. Sorry. Um, so, it's 22% hoppy, 84% malty, 52% bitter, 65% sweet, Um, Maris Otter Barley was named after Maris Lane in Trumpington, just like the famous variety of potato. Oh. Uh, Pairings are Patience, Tweed, and Milestones. And uh, the stats, for those who care, is, again, 10%, 440 mils, IBU is 51, the OG is 1.091, and the FG is 1.016. Most of that doesn't really matter. It's 10%, 440 and it is paired well with Ooh. Patience and Tweed
0: Ooh. any brewers listening just ignore his last comment it does matter, I'm sure it does
2: I, I'm not saying it doesn't matter with respect to the banking of the beer I'm saying, let's be honest the average person doesn't know enough about gravity Woody, and yes, beer yes. Uh, stats I know about gravity the Such
1: keeps me grounded
2: yeah we we lost and grounded? But they have good gravity. <laughs> but they lost it. <laughs> Let's move
0: on yes. a bit. Yeah, keep
2: uh, please,
1: please. <laughs> save us. My my chute's
2: not opening. Ben save me. My shoot's not um, opening. I,
1: I, so uh
0: as I as I started off saying that day were the best um series of beers from the Something Good series. Uh, Left-Handed Giant, I think, have just d- jumped up and up and up and up and up in my estimation constantly throughout this year with just the beers that they've been producing. Verdant have always been good. Um, I mean, Left-Handed Giant have always been good, but they've they've kind of elevated themselves. I think they're kind of, Left-Handed Giant are, are kind of like best of Bristol. Really, at the moment. And the next beer I'm drinking, which is Even Robot's Dream, a New England double IPA at 8.5 cent from Pressure Drop. Hmm. I picked because Pressure Drop kind of saw me through the first lockdown. They produced fantastic kind of beer after beer, lagers, pales, loads of really good beers. Uh, And whilst again, Pressure Drop have always been fantastic, I think in in this year they've kind of cemented their place with me as just doing no wrong. Like every beer they seem to put out, that I've had at least, has been fantastic. But this even Robot's Dream um, says add citra and sabro and see what comes out the other side hazy, soft and juicy a fruit machine fantasy uh, it does have citra and sabro in it has some tasty notes just saying juicy pineapple and dreams which you have touched on this evening Oi. so um, we shall see exactly what comes of this very strange named and described beer but first back to the ton- oh- co- tonko Tonko Tonko
1: Tonko 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 Tonkatsu ramen. It's How clothes. is this beer? <laughs> <laughs> um uh, very coconutty. Very Ooh, okay. very very like Oof. It smells like um what's that? What's that? Gosh beer I used to drink in my youth. That's got like the coconut in it and white bottle. Is it Malibu? Yeah, is Malibu is
0: very coconut y. Yeah. Not beer. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 my, my mind instantly went to beers and I'm like, what mm. the fuck is she talking about? But yes, <laughs> Malibu very yeah. much fits with what you said.
1: Yeah, it, it's it, it smells like Malibu. Like, getting a lot of that coconut and like a bit of that alcohol as well. Um. Yeah, very coconutty on, on the on the on the smell.
3: Hmm. Hmm.
1: And you're getting it in the taste. Quite a lot in the taste. Okay. Yeah, first and foremost is that coconut. It's very sweet as well. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Ooh. Something else presenting itself.
1: Just getting a lot, getting a little bit of that milk as well. Cause what they call this, they calling it a milk stout. It's eight point five percent, but it is a milk stout.
3: Mm.
1: Yeah, getting a lot of that milk, a lot of that lactose. So much coconut. It, it, it's not, it's not as boozy as it smells. Even though it's eight point five percent, it's still fairly easy and fairly fairly drinkable is so you don't have that kind of like harshness of the alcohol at all um <laughs> a wild kim appeared invaded,
3: uh, uh, not, in a, not
0: in a twitch way
1: a wild kim appeared hello hey you okay <laughs> i love this kind of cameo
2: <laughs> you mean the kim type we all love yes. the kim cameo the, the, the kim cameo the
3: yes
1: <laughs> Either the well, cat or the Kim. It's completely up to you what you'd like to do.
0: But you're about. We're talking about Lucy's beer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which you can't hear about because I'm more <laughs> a Hey, this
1: would nice. Yes, it is, thank you. It's very good. <laughs> 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 I like the
2: sign language, this is great. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, don't forget to say, uh, Ridari says hi from the chat. Yes, Ridari says hi, Kim. Ridari says hi Kim. Hi. Oh, hey. in the chat.
1: <laughs> it wouldn't have be it wouldn't be the end of the year podcast without a Kim cameo. Yeah. We just need we a Kim cameo. Uh, ben,
2: please relay that we need more Kimios. Yes. We need more Kimios, they're saying.
0: We'll be <laughs> the end of the year without you without uh, without
1: appearance from you. <laughs> the beer is sweet but not as sweet as Kim. Hey, oh, yes. very good. <laughs> the
0: beer is sweet yes. but not as sweet as you.
3: Well, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> or it's really better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is a little bit better, but not Good. <laughs> too much. <laughs> nice. Oh, I, feel, I, I, so feel, like. I feel real mean about that now. <laughs> <laughs> we all know how I'm beer. joking and I heart. How,
2: yeah, how oh. is your beer? Uh, my beer is a barley wine. Again, you can't hear. Right. Yeah. Difficult. You can
0: taste the beer, of course you can I haven't tasted oh. it yet, but sparly so wine <laughs> it's
2: <laughs> quite orange in color. Like quite orange actually. It's yeah. like a like a processed honey, I wanna say. That's uh, really yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's like nice. bronzy. Yeah. Um it's at ten percent, it doesn't have a lot of lacing, I'm kinda of surprised. Um it, Yeah, it smells like a barley wine, but actually kind of lighter than I thought. There's like a boozy initial nose. And then there's... (sighs) There's an undertone in the nose that I can't quite place. Mm. It's, um... Like, it's kind of like the... It's like a lactobacillus kind of like yeasty tartiness. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Something that you can sometimes see in like sort of strong saisons yeah that that sort of tardy note
3: Is it I wasn't like that.
2: I haven't it, tasted it yet this is just the note yeah. just the
1: note okay. Okay. okay yeah because that's usually like oh has it has it has it has it something gone wrong gone off like yeah
2: oh wow it's not off it's just yeah it's been a while since I've had a barley one I forgot <laughs> how distinct yeah because you know we often have these like 10% ales or mm-hmm. whatever um barley wines have that very specific drying the mouth out.
1: Yeah, that vinous quality. Yeah. Yes, mm. thank
2: you. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's what's going on here. It's mm-hmm. this is good chemistry not doing anything but a barley wine, I think. This is um yeah. it's not one of those like sometimes we have these like IPAs or um like black IPAs or sours that like mm-hmm. fiddle with sort of what does it mean for that to be a thing. Um, and instead, um, this is like doing the barley wineiest barley wine. Like, they're definitely yeah, just no like, bells hey, and whistles, this just... is a barley wine. Mm-hmm. So it's quite distinct, quite strong. It's got that, again, that drying mouth character, that vinousness, um, that... Even So at 10%, like I'm now used to 10% beers, um, it's not actually boozy in that like, oh, wow, like, you know, as things fade, you're like, that has super a lot of alcohol. It's still 10%, but it, mm-hmm. it definitely gives off that character of bruisiness of a barley wine. Yeah. But it doesn't have that sort of follow through. So such that I think I could easily take more frequent sips of this to sort of have that main taste because the finish is kind of drying. Not like in texture, but just in that barley wine sort of way mm-hmm. um but the fact that it doesn't um doesn't uh so it doesn't have that like oof factor even though it is ten percent means that mm-hmm. I could easily slam this back, which I think is the the nuance that like good chemistry is giving to it is like they they have a good they they're very good at masking. Sorry, the lo- the ABV that they have is often not noticeable. Like, if you said it was 2% mm. two, two lo- less, you wouldn't be surprised. Um, and I think that's what this barley wine is doing. It's very barley mm-hmm. wine-esque, but because it's not leaving my mouth dry, because the finish is a- there, but the part that's long is quite weak, and the main part right. is strong, so it kind of has two levels of a finish, such that... I could leave this alone and still taste it for a while, but like the main finish kind of disappears quite quickly, means I could easily come back to it, but that Mm -hmm. also means that I'm coming back to a 10% beer. And again, because my mouth isn't actually dried out, I feel like I'm coming back on my own terms. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Sounds good.
0: Sounds really good. I haven't had a barley wine for feels oh, like oh, yeah. ages.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And as soon as I saw that they posted this up on the socials I'm like I should I should get one of those. <laughs> and now with
2: what you've said I should probably just get one of those. Get the inks. The
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean so what I will say though is this does on the other side is it it feels very much like a barley wine there's not mm. a lot going on that isn't Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. And like in past years, we've had really interesting barley wines. And this is, a. like I said, the interesting thing is, like, the nuance and the balance on, like, ha, how easy and returnable and not drying or clo- Like, it's the, these subtle things, but the main tastes are very barley wine. And so if yeah. you were looking for an interestingly tasting barley wine versus a very nuanced barley wine, this is the latter, not the former. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Again, nice. not a bad thing, just a thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Perfect. Um, so for me, pressure drop. Kim has already come in and said that she liked it. She already said oh, this was nice.
1: Well, we don't need to hear um, your opinion then. Well, I it's just got the seal of well, approval.
0: She's right. <laughs> it's
1: nice. And that's why you married her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's so creamy. This is really, really creamy. Really? Hmm. What was it? A New England Double IPA. Oh, so the the super N-dipper. The yeah, Nudipper. Uh, it's super smooth. It's really, really smooth and smooth. lovely and creamy. And it's got a little bit of fruit on it. On it, uh, you know, get a little bit of that on the nose. Again, light in colour, a little bit haze. A lot lighter than the, the the two beers that I've just had. Let's turn it so I'm not advertising someone quite so much. Um, but it's it's very soft. Mm-hmm. Really, really soft. Really, really light. And not even, too like, bitter? You know, not too bitter at all.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And if you're thinking, well, you know, I want a New England IPA, something that's a bit softer, maybe some stone fruits. This gives you that, and it doesn't feel like a double IPA. It doesn't give you that 8.5%. It has a little bit of viscosity to it. Just mm-hmm. just slightly. Which might give away that it's a bit of a bigger beer. But it's very, very soft. Very, very easy. Nice. Hard to pick those fruits out. Because of that, like the creaminess kind of uh uh, not not takes over what's happening doesn't override what's happening but when those fruits are trying to kind of kick through and you're like oh there's some lovely like slightly sweet stone fruit happening in this the creaminess comes in and is like i'm just gonna fold everything that's kind of currently going on with this nice smooth creamy sort of feel to it so it alters that fruit profile very slowly which makes it difficult enough for me to go I'm not quite sure what that is and it's, it's a slightly different nose than it is to the flavour the nose coming off is
2: maybe a little bit more pineapple maybe mm-hmm. a little bit peachy I mean this sounds like quite a bunch of flavours so
0: there's a lot of stuff going on Absolutely, but it all folds in very nicely together. Mm-hmm. To not present it being like here's this, here's this, here's this, here's this, here's this, here's this. it's just it's just a flavour that works very very well. That has lots of elements that combine to make something really really nice. Um, wow, this is just very very well made. Very nice. very easy. Like absolutely insane. I mean, I don't. I mean, oh, it's pressure drop. Like Yeah. Can't. Yeah, you don't kind of expect anything I mean, different.
2: I'm actually so I, I I have this list I was telling you guys about about like games that I should like seek out that I didn't get this year. I'm actually adding Pressure Drop to the list because I've only had a few of their stuff this mm. year that I, and I really liked it. But you've reminded me that like this is a brewery I should seek out. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and I think uh, again, every time the, the, anyone has on the pod, slash I know, has had the beer. I, there's never been a... Even if it doesn't win that week, it's always interesting and well mm. appreciated. Um, Absolutely.
0: I think I have a I pressure
1: drop in the fridge as we speak. So.
0: Nice. nice. And on the, on the board, on the board of my favourite beers this year, there is mm. a Great Heights, which was a Pilsner from Pressure Drop, which is one I had several of after having the first one in the garden. During the first lockdown, and mm. thinking this is this beer is fantastic. This is exactly mm. what I want in this warm weather. Uh, uh, the, the the same with um, the uh, the Northern Hellers from Don Zoco like that, yes. and this um, Great Heights from Press Drop, were beers that I sort out multiple times because they were they are perfect warm weather beers. Mm. Just absolutely fantastic if you want to just finish work a little bit early. And sit in the garden, Coolies. have a beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. That's
1: yeah, fine. I'll sit inside, outside in the freezing cold if I can finish work at least. So yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> sit there with a little Vienna lager or something, yeah. <laughs> and just
1: in yeah, shorts. Yeah. The middle <laughs> of January.
0: <laughs> uh, good. Let's finish off our topics then, uh, and then we'll move into our top three for the year. Lucy, we'll come back round to you first. Yep.
3: Real. Quick I think one. that's
0: where we where we left mm-hmm. off. Maybe.
1: Yeah, real quick one. My favourite mm. monster effing up shit game is <laughs> which is uh, Man Eater and Carrion. I really nice. enjoyed these games. Um, yep. M- Man Eater is just like stupid fun. It reminds me of a game Aww. that would come out in like a PS2 early 360 <laughs> era where you just play as a shark, and I love sharks, they're so fascinating. Um, and you just, <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> like the physics in that game the way you can launch yourself off like 60 feet and just flop around on the beach eating humans none of it makes sense and it's just great and carrion like really great like little contained metroidvania um, mm. physics mm. the way the monster moves is really fun and yeah it's those two really good nice. games these would have been in my top ten this year Nice, uh,
0: nice. I, uh, Carrion was the one I thought you were picking for this so I tried mm. to steer away from that. Uh, but Carrion definitely is a really really fun game. Uh, I think favorite monster games for me this year don't really fall into the like loosely into this category are Curse of the Dead Gods, which mm. is a fun roguelite experience full of monsters um, which you can battle but actually paradise killer is the one that kind of sat there for me Ooh, which choice, isn't yeah. necessarily a monster game It's but everyone in that all of the characters in that game are fucking abhorrent as shit <laughs> and they are Demons monsters they there. are monsters of you know demigods or whatever it is yeah. that you're investigating in Paradise Killer and that was such a fun game like really interesting mechanic and ridiculous retro kind of first person throwback aesthetic sound gameplay mm-hmm. like the way that a game is built is just fantastic uh and yeah there's demons they're kind of yeah. monsters yeah the, yeah the characters Absolutely. in that they're monstrous so yeah
1: i'll throw nice. uh, going under into that category mm. as well because yeah, you know yeah. roguelite there's like demons of old startup tech companies um and another one that i just remembered is it's sea salt which is like a kind of I just Ooh. discovered this on like Game Pass. I think it's on Game Pass PC, which is like a kind of like RTS kind of Cthulhu Lovecraftian okay. mon you just send all these like Lovecraftian monsters after the like this these townsfolk and it's like you're just, you're just <laughs> oh, watching nice. all the it, it, pixel art it's like yeah, I just discovered it on Game Pass one time. It's like you it played through all of it just like So that that goes into surprise and monster games. Nice. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Good. Good. Uh, all? have you got any monster games? Uh, just
1: there? just
2: one of the one. I mean, ish, but it's mostly just a game I want to talk about in the actual top game, so okay. I'll, I'll leave it there. That's fair, that's fair. Uh, I, I wish I had played the newest Democracy game so I could just make a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't, so I can't. No, neither <laughs> Right, Which is a
0: game in early access currently, I, I think.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, I've played Democracy 1, 2, and 3, and Mm. they're interesting and flawed, but not flawed, but also I think when the world started burning in, like, 2016, politically, like, obviously it started before, but when it's very obvious, I didn't get any fun in someone modeling the dumpster fire. Yes. And so when the newest version was, like, previewing, I'm like, I have no interest in these. I barely want to play a civilization game because... I hate the way countries are run in the modern era. At some point, I'll probably have to play that. Um, it's neither here nor there, but yeah. So, so it's just a
3: uh... yeah,
2: monsters. The,
0: the potential, the potential to be a monster at some sense. Yeah. Could. So it's okay. either
2: like any game I played or no game. I guess. Yep.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Uh, We will come back to you though. The monsters were the friends your... we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! If that is the case, um, it's your topic. We'll jump into to what you have next. Ah, uh, my la- last my successes. last category. You mean? Okay,
2: I think because we did five categories, uh, or did ooh, you guys do six. more? No, I no, did five.
1: Six or something. I did five. I've run out of categories.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we should be. If we did five, this should be running out. But it's fine. It's it's fine. Doesn't matter. We go through the categories till we run out. This is my final category, is what I was trying to communicate. Boy, can you tell that uh, I'm on beer number three, and it's a barley wine. It's not a barley wine. <laughs> and Ben's also struggling with staring at a piece of paper and not Mate, acknowledging. I'm, at I'm all.
0: writing down these things. Lucy, you've done six. Adam, yeah. you've only done four, and I've only done four. How have we? How is this actually worse? Because I, I reign supreme. No clue. I'm the
1: queen of this podcast. Yeah, I mean, I'm we knew that. Jedi. Mind I think
0: after trick beers. I think after beers, we should have come back in with you at all. Oh, we didn't. <laughs> but we I went. See. We went back yeah, to Lucy.
2: You're, you're actually. Yeah, it's fine. Because that's good. Because if Lucy had six and I have five, then just, that's. Just, yeah, then that leaves me with two. Just, oh, did you also have six? Do I have to come have up six. with another category? No, you don't have to. You don't no. have to. Okay. Ooh, uh, one um, of
0: one no, of mine. I'm not even going to really talk about. I'm just going to mention it and move on from it, so don't worry about it.
2: Cool. Uh, I also forgot a surprise game. Uh, was was mm. Genshin Impact. I meant to say that earlier, but I got oh. wrapped up. Because as a free game that gotcha gacha-based, I was surprised it wasn't super gambling-based and was at least fun for the five hours I played it. Yep. Cool. Fair. No. Nice. I just wanted to say that because uh, I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my last category is and I think it would have probably pushed into my top if I had managed, but the topic is Game I Forgot to Finish
3: That's many for me (laughs) No,
2: but it's Final Fantasy VII Remake which I really liked I loved the first one, I liked it, it, and I I, I tried to avoid the zeitgeist in the commentary but I knew that they did something real wild at the end Never got to that part because I forgot to go back to it uh, beginning of the Sephiroth year, still...
1: kills um, Cloud.
2: <laughs> I mean, they all kill. I mean, no. everyone dies.
3: Yeah,
2: Barrett. I mean the real the real twist is Sephiroth kills Pikachu in Smash.
1: He <laughs> kills everybody. Kills Mario. Yeah. Damn.
2: Uh, Winnie the Pooh. Uh, I don't know. Is Winnie the Pooh in Smash yet? All those yeah, Smash characters. Probably. Yep.
3: <laughs>
2: anyway, um, Bear. So why it was important was because I really liked the game, I liked mm-hmm. the update, and I liked the changes to the plot, and then when I found out that it did some sort of wild batshit stuff, but I, like, actively avoided learning what those were because I normally don't care about spoilers, but I was like, I definitely want to play this, and then I forgot to keep going. Part of that was, mm. at the beginning of the year, I was still in my... sometimes gaming is tough for me, mm-hmm. um, yeah. because of guilt, etc. I... 2020 has finally solved that problem, but when FF7R was there, like around uh, new, that was still a thing I was struggling with. Um, so I actually, when I was going over games I played, I was like, fuck, how did I not do this? I super want to know what they did, even though it'll probably be another year and a half to seven years before episode two <laughs> comes out, so it's not like I need to rush. Um, but I liked everything about the game, and I have a feeling that if I had finished it, it would have ranked, but I couldn't rank because I just was in like the point where I lost track of the game was before it sort of had a departure from the game it was remaking. Right. Yes. Which sucks yeah. because I've avoided so much commentary and discussion about that game because so much of it was about whole, it, like it's it's na- no no the notion of it as a remake versus something else and the like people complained about game of the year stuff because it was ineligible on the game awards because it was a remake but then is it really a remake come uh, on all these things i don't know how i don't have an opinion on because i forgot to finish it and that's why it, it's well, my well, game well, i forgot well, to finish
0: uh, i mean fuck the game awards yeah yeah,
3: yeah absolutely was, yeah. Yeah. um
0: <laughs> i'll talk about that game later probably yeah oh. i kind
2: of so this is what i mean right like it's like i'm pretty sure that because ben actually played it it probably ranked. I can't like. I was like originally. I was like, cool. I'll rank that game. I really liked it. I'm like, I can't rank that game. I don't yeah. know enough. Of, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I know that's enough about fair. it to know that I don't know enough about it to rank it properly because I just haven't experienced it. Yeah, which is why it's, I purposely saved this as my last category because it's like mm. Mm. leads leads in very nicely into yeah. your kind of yeah your your top
0: three. Yeah, that's fair. Okay uh lucy have you got a, have you got a game that sticks out it's a game that you forgot to finish
1: there's too you many really so want
0: to go back to i mean there's a lot
1: yeah there's too many so i defer <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean there's many i mean That's there's rough.
2: definitely games i didn't finish this is a game i forgot to finish because I, at no point right. was i like i don't i'm bored or maybe come back to it. it was literally just like Oh, yeah, I definitely want to come back to it. I think part Mm. of it was like it was also when I started streaming, and I felt Mm. like I should stream the whole thing because sometimes your brain makes weird goals that don't make sense. And then I was like, I don't don't have a streaming schedule, so I'll wait, so I won't play this when I want to feel that game. Anyway, this is now inside Um, of Dill's Head Baseball. We'll stop. I
1: I think that game Kunai, which was um, kind of like a Metroidvania, uh, you're you're basically, it's got this very Spider Man swingy thing that I started. Hmm. I played at the start of the year um, I just read about like the last chunk of that game where it was like, there's not any like checkpoints and you having to redo things like like big swaths of the game and I was like, I'll come back when this is patched got patched, never went back to it so <laughs> yeah. I'll say that because I, re- I really enjoyed it, it's probably something that I just um not forget to play but it's just one of those I neglected that I, that mm-hmm. I joy- enjoyed the start of um, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll throw that in there because that's nice. a good game.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah that's fair. Uh, for me, I think it's Cloudpunk. Uh, you don't need to finish uh, uh, that yeah, game. another game like, I didn't get around yeah, to. Yeah,
3: yeah, Soak yeah. in the city. I think
0: that does stem. I didn't think mm. that does stem from my conversation, Lucy. Like, it's a game that I played a reasonable amount of. Yeah. And enjoyed, but got to a point where I'm like, okay, something else has come out. I'll move on to that and i just never went back to it and yeah, it was yeah. good enough that i would want to finish it but so many things have perpetually had me going to them mm-hmm. instead of coming back to things that i have yet to to finish for the year so yeah uh, I, I,
1: th- it's I i'd say you don't need to finish it because mm the story doesn't wrap up in a satisfactory way for me. Um yeah. I think that's very much a game, like like I think in PC game like, like they were very high in it and like someone said it's their game of the year. I think just for the atmosphere and the driving's fun, but just just soaking in that atmosphere and it's got like a first yeah. person mode now.
0: Yes it has, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: it I, I that is what that game is. I don't believe the merit lies in the story, or the voice acting, or the writing. Right. Just soaking in that world, that really pretty voxely mm. cyberpunky Blade Runner y ro- world. I think that's where the merit lies. So, I wouldn't feel bad about not finishing that yeah. game, to be honest. So, yeah.
0: that's fair. the The runner up in the category for me was Vampire. Mm. Mm. Uh, you only started again, that recently, I... though. So, yeah. Well, no. It was like October sort of time, so That's a few recently. months back.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> a few months back, and I played it, you know, a reasonable amount, and then I was just pulled away from it, and just haven't gone back to it, and I've never, th- and I haven't thought about going back to it. You know, it's, it, is a, it is a forgotten game for me in terms of actually going back and finishing that. But I, I feel like I got through enough of that game that it's one that I would like to see through, but
3: mm-hmm.
0: probably won't. So yeah. I I mean- yeah.
1: That There's only yeah, so right. much
0: Good time ball.
2: in your life, right? Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Good. I mean, I think um, that's why I wanted to bring up the topic, because sometimes hmm. it's games that just didn't grip you long enough, and sometimes it's life got yes. in the way. And so, like, for me, I wanted to highlight that I didn't finish this game, but it wasn't because...
1: Eh. It was bad, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, get yeah it was yeah. just yeah. like, absolutely. shit. Absolutely. So for the circle, for me,
3: like that exactly. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, I've got two topics left because of logistics. <laughs> um, because no,
2: it turns out you both counted to six, and I counted to five. That that's actually <laughs> what happened. And None then you also can fucked can. up the rotation. And then I fucked up the rotation. Yeah, yeah but, yes, but exactly. it's fine. I'll come up <laughs> oh, with no, a new no, category. Um, game I just thought of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, games couldn't that
0: think I, of anything. Two games that I wanted to mention, mm. uh, not discuss so much, because I've talked about them a little bit on the on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first, which I, I don't think anyone will be surprised by what the game is, but the category is best representation of New York to swing around in. Yeah, uh, Yes, I, I saw this one. Is Mars Morales Spider-Man.
2: I don't see... Is that, and
0: here's my a topic. Spider-Man uh, for me, for me, Marvel. there's not a better representation of New York to swing around it.
1: Uh, that leads into my topic of best Ooh. facelift, um, and it does not <laughs> go into nice. yeah, yeah, no.
2: <laughs> but like, so is it remarkably different from Marvel? Joel from
1: The Last of Us, best Spider-Man. facelift. <laughs> ah, 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 but I, ah,
2: but like. I, I say
0: this
3: Sorry. having only played like it, an hour it, and a half I of Spider-Man. Uh,
0: I, I think they... Um, uh, so, the, Mars Morales um, does a lot of things better than Spider-Man does. <laughs> uh, in terms of the open world stuff, how it signifies and signposts things, It's uh, the length of its uh, missions... The area yeah, but that it you has you like, playing that's in. That's not the topic. The topic so is so the so the topic is the best game that I'd like to swing around the best representation of New York that I want to swing around in. Yeah. Is is Mars Morales. I mean, there's a porn
1: game on Steam where you can swing around in New York, <laughs> I am sure. So <laughs> right.
0: I would, would not on Steam, I would I say that on might H. be number one.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so I think with Mars Morales. There was uh, a little bit of variance in terms of being able to equip an ability and becoming Miles Morales from Into the Spider-Verse, where the animation was slightly different. It felt... Playing as Miles did feel different than it did as Peter, and that felt better for me. Mm-hmm. Like I much more enjoyed being Miles than I did being Peter, and that extended to not just the story that was going on to, uh, to inhabiting the character, but to just swinging around the city. Yeah. But like, is I'm that not like a enjoyed. refinement
1: of the mechanics after like so it, And it might two be a refinement or? of the
0: mechanics. Like, I haven't gone back to the OG PS4 mm-hmm. Marvel's Spider-Man, where you play as Peter <laughs> swinging around the city. Yeah, let's. Uh, who knows what the actual title of that game is? <laughs> uh, but uh, but Miles, Miles just feels really good. It feels really yeah. fluid, like the way that you play as him, his character, and then the way that he moves through the world matches his character. Like the animations of mm-hmm. how he falls, how he grasps, how he throws out webs—they all feel good. It's not just a copy of the base Spider-Man game they have mm-hmm. changed how that feels they've changed the animations nice. and it just and it, it's just a really good feel and, and you know I've never been to New York really. so the only way I've ever experienced New York is through TV is through games is through movies yeah. and being miles moving through the city feels good and is how I kind of want to feel feel about New York it's how I want to inhabit New York Miles has this very uh, feel good factor to him Mm -hmm. and this slight naivety about him as well in which he is like hey let's go you know we're going to this area this is a cool place in New York and it might be you know full of fucking crime and in real life (laughs) New York it might be a shithole but Miles has this idea about what that place is like that then conveys across through his character and through the game and how you then move through that space. So, like, how I want to experience New York, if I was to go there, would be through kind of Miles' shoes. Yeah. Which I'll never get to do because I can't through swing through fucking buildings because I'm not a billionaire slash Spider-Man. So, <laughs> like, the only two ways that anyone is ever going to experience that <laughs> sort of thing. Um, and I don't imagine, for this category, either of you have much more than Spider-Man yeah. in how you would swing through New York unless swinging, there is some kind swinging. of hentai sex game <laughs> that I don't know about. Um.
1: Kunai, you swing in, but not, not through New York. Or maybe sure. it's uh. New York, maybe it's post-apocalypse.
2: oh
3: okay, I mean, I could
2: say something glib, which is Gender fluid Night City movement swinging in the other sense. Us, but no, Los what Angeles. I will say is I finally played <laughs> Spider-Marvel yes, Registered Trademark Spider-Man uh, briefly for an hour <laughs> <laughs> or two uh, a month ago probably now? I don't know. Um, I yeah. really liked it. I... One of my favorite... PS2-era games, which I only played in the PS3 because never owned a PS2, was Spider-Man 2.
3: Which mm-hmm. was
2: the definitive um, Spider-Man flying around the city, or, like, swinging around the city game. It, mm-hmm. it, I'm amazed at the physics of that game still, compared to, like, even this game, the Spider-Man, I haven't played Miles Morales yet, but is still, like, kind of just aping what they did on PS2-era games. Um, like piece two gen technology, like, it, it, but it feels real good. And one thing that I felt the most when I was swinging around was when I hit a building or when something like when it wasn't super fluid it was oh, this is me not me not understanding not the world or not the system being fluid. It was like, and or, or like. With a couple upgrades, like the fact that there's this one that lets you like launch yourself forward, and the first upgrade is like do it further or do it twice. Yeah, and yeah, like one, one mean, of the yeah. things that I really liked about the physics of Marvel Spider-Man was, um, you have to swing on things because that's been, I mean, that's why Spider-Man Two was the landmark because it meant you like everything after that like and i enjoy those spider-man games especially in the ps3 era like the ones that like did weird time travel or like the, you had the noir spider-man for a stretch like a generations universe i can't remember what it's called um anyway those games are fun but a lot of them were um they just like have it's like the 60s cartoon where he just shoots the web into space and like just yeah. goes and it's like, is there a helicopter that's just constantly ahead of Spider-Man such that he can just web it and it's fine? That's like literally as a child, I remember thinking this doesn't make sense. Yeah, is, is he is he attaching to something? Just flying watching above
1: those or... now, just and like, it's like and yeah, so what, what Spider-Man. That's
2: on? why I really liked that PS2 game, but that's also why mm. I really liked even my brief time with. Marvel Spider-Man was oh they they finally returned to that and, and yeah that means that when I'm new at the game and I'm not like pre-planning my route and I run out of tall buildings for a stretch because man like New York isn't all universally tall buildings I have to like run up a building or launch myself like go low and launch myself back up to like regain height and mm-hmm. it feels nice and so if you're telling me that like it's even tighter, but also thematic on the new one. I'm excited. Yeah. Also because Miles is super interesting, but all, I, but like, cool. I, I, you're reminding me what I like about the game, even though I didn't play enough of it. Again, it could easily. It's a game from last year or the year before or whatever that I haven't finished. But it's 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 you know times and days, but yeah, yeah. Uh, that's my game if of the year for flying through New York swinging through New York because
0: it's
3: nice. I
2: finally played it and I liked it and I want to play more
0: yeah good, good. Uh, my final topic, we won't we won't dwell on this much at all but my final topic was a best multiplayer game that I'll never go back to
1: squadrons which is
0: oh. squadrons yeah Star Wars squadrons
2: I forgot you i I, I number one. Forgot it came out this year. Number Mm. two, forgot you bought it. Number three, forgot that if you liked it, I was going to buy it, and then we could play together.
3: (laughs) I I liked it.
0: I really liked it. It's really good. But once you've experienced like 20 minutes of that game, you've played it all.
1: But they folded and said that they were going to make more content, right?
0: So they said they were never going to make more content for it, and then they've they've just gone, we're actually going to release some more content for it, and... The problem is the new content is a new map, which is which is great because the the maps in that game get old very quickly. Uh, but also like the B wing, yeah, which, like four people were crying out for and no one else. Uh, and then like some Tri X wing, which uh, again like grab into the depths of Star Wars legend, fucking canon to to pull out. Like there's lots of other stuff. That they could have been doing, like a Mandalorian type stuff. stuff, I mean, fucking put the Death Star, make fucking Death Star Trench Run. What a fucking easy mode that would be. You mean the Death Star isn't in it? No, it's not. But Mm. I thought the Death Star was in it. It's after the Death Star. Death Star has been exploded in the uh in this the, the story in the storyline yeah at this Do- point in the game this oh. the death Stars have been
2: exposed there's no death stars we're not far enough seeing so the new republic so ben that's called, i have to bring up that thing, like my something killer my google photos uh, brought up that a uh, uh, a while like a week and a half ago maybe more oh, a bit ago um that probably two weeks though that a year ago ish we went to that barcade that yes, opened yeah, up yeah. in Bristol. And we played the Star Wars arcade game that the first level is the trench run of yep. um, A New Hope. But also, we watched that terrible movie together that's now a year old. That I completely. <laughs> I can't believe it's been a year since... Rise of the Skywalker's, aka boy, will we talk about this on Geek a- Geek Out Weekly, aka there's only two families that exist in this universe. Um, I, anyway, yeah. um, I bring this up just because you mentioned it, it, the trench run. It's like, yeah, of course, because it's so iconic. Yeah, and and you know what? Yeah, there's like no almost no plot to most of these games. It's a, and even if there were more plot. The multiplayer can have a level that doesn't fit in the plot. You can just do a Death Star thing. Absolutely. You don't need to pretend. Like, you can't be like, well, we can't do that because. Actually, the reason we didn't include the B Wing is because in between um, the Return of the Jedi and uh, The Force Awakens, the B Wing was outlawed by the New Republic because it had a faulty transistor. So that's why we didn't do it. Like, no one cares. Just put the B Wing in. Yeah. It's a multiplayer dogfight skirmish fucking game. Just put the things people want. Exactly. Put every every fucking ship in. Put all of them. This is the easiest thing to sell, right? (laughs) Like (laughs) B wing, A wing, Y wing, X wing. Fuck anything else. Maybe Naboo Starfighter. Naboo Starfighter.
0: Fucking throw it in, mate. Who gives a shit? No, no, but sell it as DLC or something. But like, fucking would. Sorry. Five ninety nine for the Naboo Starfighter.
1: You have to pay
0: for that. No, you don't. It doesn't exist. You can't even <laughs> buy it. But I wouldn't put it past them to be like, now we know we can update this game. Yeah. Now we know we can charge for updates for this game.
2: Anyway, but yeah. Uh,
0: again, yeah, I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm not going back to it. I'm, I mean, am not rushing back to fucking squadrons, even though I really liked it. I really like that yeah. game. It was fun. It's fun to play that game. I mean, but it's uh, just a dearth of fucking content, content? like. It is just the same it's, thing over it's e- and, over, it's and EA over again like
2: just being bored. afraid of their fuck up of anthem in exactly the wrong way.
0: Hmm,
2: yeah. It's like what if we like one what if we promise too much for a games as a service and then don't have any content. And i was like now we'll just promise nothing and never make anything. And it turns yep. out people don't want games without content as a service. Yep. And they had to learn, like, it's sort of like they're like this bad AI that had to learn how to calibrate by going the extremes of the pendulum. It's like, what if I promise you eventually you'll have all of the content forever? Oh, because I didn't give it to you, you didn't like that. Cool, I'll just promise you none of the content now. Oh, you didn't like that? What do I do? I don't know, implode? (laughs) Like
0: the two extremes of EA. And there's no middle ground. They have got no idea. <laughs> yeah. EA are fucking dead. Yeah. They won't exist in the next generation. They're fucking gone. Hopefully. Uh, um, who knows? I, I
1: think I'll no, throw not... Super Mario 35 into that. <laughs> uh, cool Ooh, concept, and um, yeah.
0: I'll Available for again. 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, because it's like oh god, you, don't you get me to like the top. That. You get to the top three, um, and then you just realise. Now, these people are, are, are never gonna stop running through the same level over and over again, because... And I will die eventually. and Mate, you know, some it. people love that shit. I mean... I have time on my hands, but not that kind of time, where I'm just gonna fight to the death of the next half an hour, going through these same Mario levels for the sake yep. of the first prize with, in a... In a Game that'll be taken down in like three months, so you're just yeah. like, I'm good. Interesting concept, but um, yeah, not, it, it could have been so much better, so mm. uh.
0: absolutely. Same as Squadrons, could have been so much better, yeah. Um, good, let's uh, let's finish uh, our first episode. There, I'm gonna cut this, shit. yeah. We're not gonna oh. talk about mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're almost three hours in. Yeah, I thought I thought for sure that you were gonna have to cut
2: like an hour ago.
0: Nope. I'm no, gonna do so all, we're gonna all have our a categories. Three hour episode hardcore, and an hour episode. You're gonna, yep. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna hit those fucking three hours. You're gonna hit our categories, and then you're gonna go to our hour episode in a moment and listen to our top three. Uh, we're not doing our favorite beers of this year. It's just, it's just we, we've got no. I mean, to that's beers. Just these not are just beers that we have said. We're not gonna chat about them too much, but we will hit on in a moment. Uh, our top three games each of this year and we'll have some more beers as well uh, but for this yeah, brief like week. break they've been our categories we've explored games that we may not necessarily have spoken about had we have done a traditional top ten but they are the games that we have wanted to talk about, the ones that mm-hmm. you should go and mm-hmm. seek out, the ones that you should come and discuss with us In lots of different ways, which you already know if you're listening to us. Uh, We'll divulge more of that information later on in (laughs) episode 243B, however it's going to be.
1: 244. Why not? Yeah, we can do right, in episode 244. (laughs) Which you should listen to.
0: It's fine. It's fine. Grab it up. Right fucking
2: now. (laughs) Yikes.
1: Bye. Bye Cho <laughs> www.outoflives.net.